Yeah. What's up, Bone Deadlies? Did I miss a song? Yeah. Oh, great. Sing it again, rookie biatch. Back to live from the dining room. I'm Joe Galupo. Jason Wallace. We got Steph in the house. Yep, I'm right here. Steph, you got silent Steph. Got to talk to the mic. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. We had a very special guest today. We have a man who lives music, Mr. Chris Pierce. Chris, Hi welcome. There. Hello. Thank you for having me. I've been trying to get you in here for a while. What took you so long? I'm elusive. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a gorilla. Well, you're you're busy. You're yes. a busy man. Yeah. I spend spend many hours either at the studio or at the Court Tavern. So wonderful, yes. It's hard, that's it's hard to get me out of New Brunswick. Yes, you're doing doing sound over at the Court. S- still long and faithful. Yep. Career and um, engineering over at Volume Four. Yep. Studio in New Brunswick. Yep. Where's yeah. that located? Uh, One twenty Jersey Ave. One twenty Jersey. Yep. And that is a one hundred percent analog studio. Is that correct? You betcha. Not a computer in the house. Nope. Two inch nope. twenty four track. Glorious analog. Big fat tape. Big fat tapes. Yeah, you can wow. see the kick drum hits on the tape. That's so big. You can see it. Yeah. Unreal. <laughs> I, I've I've never even delved into the analog. I mean, I've recorded onto cassette tapes. Um, I don't think that counts though. Oh, that definitely counts. Does it? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I mean, I was talking to you about possibly going and doing some uh, recording over there a long time ago, 
I just, I don't know if I have the money. Is there, is there a way we can work something out? <laughs> There's always a way we can work something out. What are the, uh, I don't know if this, if you want to disclose this information, but what does that tape run you? Uh, a new reel of tape. Uh, there's only two companies that manufacture tape at this point, so a new reel of tape is about three hundred bucks. Three hundred dollars. So we run at fifteen inches per second, so you get about thirty-three minutes worth of music on the, the tape. Wow. Oh, that's. <laughs> but you can reuse it. You know. I. You can go. You can reuse it multiple times. How we, long before do, it starts? We do recycle tapes a lot. We do a lot of records on recycling tapes. You know, a lot of bands don't want to purchase a new one, so we have some some leftover ones that uh, that we end up using. It's like an old oil painting. Yeah, somebody exactly. Over. Yeah. Is there any way, maybe like in the future, they'll be able to like figure out what was underneath that tape? Nope. <laughs> no. And we also have a repeat offender in the building, Shannon Perez. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Shannon Perez. How you doing? I'm back. You're back. I'm here. Re- born to raise hell. Yeah. <laughs> good. It's good to, good to have you Straight out of Perth Amboy. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, Chris brought us some music, some uh, some Groucho Marxist, and some Doc Copper, and some bunch of other awesome shit. Yes. Lots good. of uh, things that are representative of Volume Four. Yes. Um, I want to talk like all about that. I want to know everything. Who, uh, That's you... good because a lot of times I I pretty much think that I know everything, so uh, right. I would love to impart some of that. <laughs> All right, so where do babies where do babies come from? <laughs> um, <laughs> we have children listening. Come on. Are you? Geez. Yes, we do. Um, Gibson listening? No, definitely not. <laughs> are you working? Uh, I'm working sure the Gibson's not listening because I'm sure that my my ex wife isn't listening. <laughs> Shout oh. out to Liz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible! Oh, wonderful! No, that was a that was a that was a well. That was good. That was was an honest shout out. So, are you working with anybody right now, or I mean, naturally? Yes, I'm sure. Yeah, hundreds Uh, of people. Yeah, just filing in the door. Let's see. Uh, Recent projects. uh, I just produced the new Nightbirds record. It's out on Fat Records. Yes. Um, That record is awesome. I highly recommend everyone picking it up. Uh, also, I just did a new record with the Unlovables. Uh, they did a split with Dirt Bike Annie, and I did the Unlovable side. That sounds pretty awesome. Uh, right now, I'm going to be doing the other half of the Sof Dove record. Uh, nice New Brunswick D-beat metal band with uh, Ian Thompson, Mark Bronzino, and a few others. There's, uh, a, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in New Brunswick. Oh, yeah. New Brunswick runs the gamut of weird bands. That's why I love that town. Uh, it, it 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 never ends too. Like you see, <clears throat> you see a lot of people abandon New Brunswick. Like they're like the they're really they're there a lot for like yeah. five ten years, and they're just like, no, it's dead. No, there's nothing going on. Everything sucks. And then it's just like, no, you're wrong. There's some weirdly weird shit over there in that corner. Yep. going on. And there's I'm, always something new going on in New Brunswick. Yeah, that's why I like that town. These crazy ass kids. <laughs> <laughs> They're crazy. It's true. But um, how was the drive here? You guys, any uh, traffic? Yeah, it's fine. How was the weather? No, I'm just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we almost died five times. It was cool. That happens. The homeless people, right? We killed yeah. some. Yeah, you we gotta. You gotta just. I mean. It happens. If they're in the street, it's a fair game. <laughs> anyway. Um. 
What do you say we spin? What do we say we spin some some Groucho? Sure. Um, right. Is there? Yeah, yeah. Let's pull. Let's pull it all up. Well, if I could be completely honest and not talk to a microphone, for some reason these wave files aren't opening in iTunes. All right. Really? Well, well, we got some. Um, we got some older Groucho, if you wouldn't mind. Okay. Play this one. All right. Well, the one that I gave you guys there is this stuff. Oh, okay. So I didn't know. So. All right. So let me. Uh, yeah, do some work. Let me use this magical device that has no <laughs> wires. Um, and find us. It's because I am completely uh, computer and digital inept when it comes to things like this. I'm pretty terrible if at I, it, too. If it would have worked if I brought in a cassette for you guys to play, just so you know. Yeah, I mean, that, oh. would, that would work. Oh, hey, that's, our, yeah, yeah, that's our old LP. Look at that. I have the vinyl outside. That's that. That's all that stuff. I know, I know that stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, let's, let's throw one down. Which, which one should we play? Uh, let's see. Out of all of those, uh, I, I like... Uh, I just want to hold you. I just want to hold you. That's, that's uh, all right, well. that, was, uh, that was my shot at uh, writing a hit single that didn't work. My Weezer uh, worship song. Oh. It's pretty good, though. Big Weezer fan in the building. <clears throat> oh, definitely. Talk, we'll talk about them. See, I, I listen to Weezer, but like, <clears throat> some people are really obsessed, and they have a lot of stuff that I guess I haven't listened to. They get, they get a lot of weird fans. They have, Rivers has such a crazy output of stuff that it's, you, yeah. that you have to be somewhat dedicated to it. What? <laughs> yeah, and he seems to be like in the spotlight and then out of it real quick. Like, yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll pop in really opinionated and, and then just leave. Also and seems to be him. crazy, which is good for an artist, though. Uh, can can lead to some spotty output sometimes. Yeah, I'm sh- well. It's it's necessary to be crazy as an artist. It, it's a successful one. Chris, you fit yeah. that requirement. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more every day. <laughs> you do you do look a little kooky today. It happens. It happens. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is. I just want to hold you <laughs> yeah. by the Groucho Marxists off Manifesto.
that what you wanted? Like, we're gonna repeat. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Welcome back to Life in the Dining Room, where songs end just how they began. <laughs> Um, I'm massively hungover. I'm fucking up everything over here. Bear with me. <laughs> you are kind of human. Get control of them turntables, yo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The mass, the, the master mixer man, Chris Pierce. Um, oddly enough, the next song on our playlist that we picked, um, I didn't even know because I'm just an idiot whose brain is flooded with too much music uh, that you actually recorded and mixed. Yeah. This? I think they might have even given me production credit. Who knows? Ooh. Um, I got, what band I got, is that? I got, points, I got points We're on the back end on this record. Yeah, you got you got back end points. They put a little star and an asterisk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> next to your name. A little asterisk on the bottom that <laughs> says, made, made you look. Well deserved. Well deserved. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's funny because, like... I didn't know all the old bands that like you were involved with, and and even like your newer ones. You're kind of off. You kind of off the grid a little bit. Uh, the, uh, the the social media isn't exactly there. You're old school. Like it's that's a hard it's a hard thing to keep up with, even if you're kind of obsessed with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit gorilla about things. I yeah, mean, and I'm not really that much of a self promoter. Like in spurts, and if you see me drunk at the bar, yes, but right. <laughs> not in a constant and obnoxious way. Mm. So, uh, well, I mean, I'm sure it's obnoxious. It's just not constant, so. Always um, constant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, w- I was talking to my uh, my good buddy a while ago, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, uh, Chris is a great sound guy. He, because uh, I played with, like, a band, a really shitty band, and my buddy um, had no, my guitar player had no idea what he was doing, and you pretty much set up his guitar, like, Right there before sometimes, he played. Sometimes that's what it takes. You're like, eh, you like moved his pickups around and shit. I'm like, damn, hands you on. Know, sometimes it's just those small things, like you know, retuning of a drum, so, you yeah. know, subtly and diplomatically, or sometimes not so diplomatically, suggesting how to have your amp set. You know, those things, those things can make a big difference yes. on some on the other side of the console trying to make your band sound better. Right, and never drop the mic. Oh my god, no. Dropping the mic is the most obnoxious. Unless it's your mic, in which case, you know, get Gigi Allen and stick it in your ass. You know, if, if you're a real man, that's what you'll do with it. You won't drop it like a pussy. Bash your own teeth out with it. Yeah. And um, castrate yourself with it. But, uh, you know, you... <laughs> I've watched somebody drop a mic one time. Actually, one of my buddies, and he's a good guy. He gets really caught up with it. But he dropped the mic. <laughs> man. Oh, you walked up to him, and you were like... And he, you scolded him like, like if you had a wooden spoon in your hand, like covered in <laughs> pasta sauce, it would have been perfect. Oh, yeah. You scolded him like, no, 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 drop that mic. This and then you were like, but great job. And like, <laughs> because he played a great set. But yeah. you well, I'll, I'll, still give, I'll give him credit with the set. And recently, I've just been saying like, dude, would you? That wasn't your mic. Would you drop it if yours was your mic? Do you drop your guitar at the end of every set? And they're like, well, no. Like, well, why would you do it here at my club? Like, that's very disrespectful. You ever get the guy who goes, yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I set it on fire. And it's I like, throw cool. It's it. like awesome, great. Well, we're gonna charge you a hundred dollars for this SM58, and then you, this is now yours, and you can go shit all over this microphone. Like, stick it up your ass, do whatever terrible things you want to do. It's now yours. This is your microphone. Yeah. Stick it in your ass. Yep. You heard it here. 
<laughs> but um, microphones that haven't been stuck in anybody's ass um, aren't and, microphones worth having. Um, are <laughs> mi- <laughs> <laughs> this microphone smells like shit. Well, it should. It was just in my ass. <laughs> hey, that doesn't sound like shit though. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, the caffeine is kicking in now. <laughs> I guess, I guess that's all for us today, guys. Yeah. Um, all, all right, guys, you got time for one more? Uh, <laughs> I do that often uh, at the, on this show. I go, well, that's, that's enough, for, enough for today. And then like later on, I'm like, wow, we should have ended the show right there. <laughs> Magical. But uh, this, Never uh, leave them wanting less. Always leave them wanting more. Exactly. I wish I could take my own advice. <laughs> Isn't that always the case? Yeah. <laughs> I'm horrible with that. Yeah. I'm always just, I'm just, I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, what the hell's his name? The man on the moon. Andy Kaufman. Kaufman. Yeah, I'm like Andy Kaufman reading War and Peace in, uh, at like Count Basie or something. <laughs> <laughs> the whole fucking book. Did and you say that, War and Peace? Yeah. And then the original title of that? What? War, what is it good for? <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, Jay successfully yeah. changed uh, Wikipedia to a Costanza quote. Uh, Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld. To a Seinfeld quote. Yeah. yeah. Um, he changed the entire world, and and God knows how many little kids um, book reports for like <laughs> fingers crossed for like a little while. Oh, anyway, we're getting off topic. Extremely. It's too early for that shit. I'm gonna be doing fucking Alex Jones impersonations any second now. Um. Uh, this next band we got here, um, straight out of Texas. No. Beetlejuice. Um. <laughs> it's not Beetlejuice. That was more Sound. Beetlejuice. Was it? Yes, yeah. it was. Ah, sandworms, huh? All right. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with that. Jay, where's the gun? <laughs> it's right I don't like. There. I don't like shooting myself this early in the show. I won't do it. I will leave it. Keep the safety on. We have a kegerator in here. Yes. Uh, yeah, inactive oh. at the <laughs> moment. Uh. It's, yeah. it, gosh, you guys got everything in here. Jeez. <laughs> if you guys want to make a pledge to uh, Dining Room Radio to fill up the kegerator, uh, oh, you call do in. that right now. Call, a, what's the number? Oh, yeah. I know a great place they got Keystone oh, on tap. The phone number is uh, 732-860-0599, and the phones are open, and I haven't been looking at it, so you may have gotten a call already. That I don't Where's Mike Ambrose? We have not, not today anyway. Ten calls already. Yeah. We have zero screening, so when you call, unscreen phone calls. Just tell us who you are, you know, age, sex, location. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> call, call in with your greatest Chris Pierce is an asshole story. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure everyone, all three people that I know that I've gotten to listen to this, has, has one of those. I'm sure they, I, they hey, have ten. Hey Pierce, you remember that time that you? And then I'm like, oh, where is this gonna go? <laughs> It's going to be a good one. Hey, I remember you. I was like, oh, was I a jerk to you? He got a week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well. So you guys played with us like t- 10, 15 years ago, and I have to say, we weren't assholes, were we? Is this, is this a positive memory or a negative memory? I hope you're only smiling and telling me this story because it's a positive memory. <laughs> I've heard nothing but positive stories. Well, that's good. Um, actually, I was hanging out with my good friend, uh, Brian from Books and Hidden Cabins. Um, you may know him from uh, such bands, uh, Dog Pound or, yes. or Bomb Paris. But uh, I was telling him that you were coming on the show, and he uh, he had some things some things to say about I don't know pen, about oh. Pensacola. I don't know. He was you know Brian can talk forever, man. That that guy's 
fantastic. But uh, we had lots of fun in Pensacola. He's got that was a, gr- that was a great spot. He's got stories. Um, we had lots of fun in Florida. That was always a. We would always stay down there for a long time. Yeah, he said uh, you guys. He said you actually gave him twenty minutes of your set one time. Uh, he, he's, they hit you up to go see it, and we're like, "Yeah, we don't have a show tonight." And you guys are just like, oh, well, "Our set's only twenty minutes long, so <laughs> take the rest." Yeah, we, it's the magic we, of punk we, rock. <clears throat> oddly enough, for as much jerks as we were, we definitely had a more the merrier kind of attitude about stuff. We just wanted to have fun with our fr- friends. Hey, that's how you make friends. Yeah, Righteous. exactly. But um, here's some friends we got for you. Up next, we got City Limits. Woohoo! Um, this was this is recorded volume four. Yep, this is I guess this spring, probably like Feb- January, February. I think we did this record. All right. Yeah, City Limits, great dudes. Um, great guys, great band. Yeah, just, just. They just played at the Mill Hill, people. right? Yeah, I just yeah. saw them at with, uh, with Iron Sheik. With Iron Sheik. Awesome. Yeah, we were we were listening Overall to Sheik. Good night, nonstop before you guys got here. Just all we were listening to. They're another fine, fine band. Yeah, but this is uh, Headlines by City Limits off of the album Homebodies. Center stage, all the rage, dim the lights, the jokes on you. Imagine all the things they put. Crack all your eggs in the same empty basket Just look at the mess you made You'll never be good enough You'll never go far enough Some of us were Break through! 
<laughs> that was Companion Animals with Beast Roach. You can pick up their EP on Bandcamp, companionanimals.bandcamp.com, out of Montclair. Before that was Frontiers from Louisville, Kentucky, with 33-3. And before that was City Limits, with headlines. Mixed and mastered and not produced. Mastered. Not mastered. Not mastered? No, I don't do mastering. No? What is mastering really... Mastering is a black art. Mastering is you, you come to me and we make an awesome record. Right. And we don't worry about the overall levels between songs and right. all that stuff. We make sure that every song sounds as awesome as possible. Okay. Mastering engineer mm-hmm. takes all of those songs and makes them into one cohesive project. Oh. Like does the editing, you know, the sequencing, you know, sound leveling. Okay. You know, they'll listen to make sure that it's, you know, Balanced, you know, all the bass is consistent through the record and all kinds of that stuff. That's so they'll take all of your mixes and make them into one project. You know, the the album, the collection, whatever you want to call yeah. it. The seamless. Yes. Track one into track two. Exactly. Mastering is very very important. Never, I've heard many records that have left my place and have been fucked up by the person who's saying like, "Oh, my buddy's gonna master this for me." Uh-oh. And. His buddy didn't uh-huh. really do him a, a, a real good service. Uh, well, it, it's a tough job, man. I mean, because you got to listen to, you know, you have to listen to it on, there's so many formats now that people listen to their music on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what do you what do you got? You got a real good stereo? Do you have a three-inch speaker? What do you have? Are you, you listening to this on your, on your, on your iPad? You listening to it on your, on your freaking, your freaking big old friggin' monitor. I don't know. You know. <laughs> Who do you recommend for mastering? Uh, always Alan Douches from West West Side. Always. Get your records mastered at West West Side. West West. Yes. Where is that located? Uh, somewhere up off 87 in New York. Like by past West Point. I forget what town it is. Yeah, like Orange, New York. Like Orange County, New York. Okay, so west of the West Side. Yes. I went to Asbury Park Media. Uh, they With do. Um, Tom Ruff. He does. Hinge works there too. Uh, their stuff is okay. I mean, I, I think that Alan Dodgers makes every project sound amazing. Like, better than better than when it sent, leaves my place. I've gone to him yeah. too. He's amazing. Yeah, he's the best on earth. I figured it out. I figured out why I haven't come and recorded with you. I said that because it was analog, I wanted to learn how to record music. Uh-huh. In a studio before I went there and had to do it fucking pitch perfect on the dick. Money. <laughs> because reels cost. It's money. more expensive, but it's worth it if you, I especially agree. if See, you care about how. It's not more expensive. It's, it's a little more expensive, Chris. If you keep, if you suck at it and you keep messing if, up. If you go and do an LP at a studio. You need to leave with your master files on something. You have to buy some sort of format. You have to buy like a drive. Yeah, that's a couple of hundred dollars for a quality drive. You don't go put your master your master record like any band that we're talking about that's going to the blasting room or to any of the big studios that are around now. They're not leaving with a cassette of their record. Like they're probably recording it on a big tape and then it's being dumped to a drive. Like you have to pay for that stuff. The only time you don't is when you're doing it with your buddy with his computer in their room. That's, that's uh, yeah. you know, True. and you know what? Not for nothing. How many times are you going to make a record in your life? Hopefully a like, bunch. I know. Hopefully a bunch. <laughs> you know, 
you know, it's, you know, it's the worst thing when I hear people and they tell me about these horrible situations where they had to make a record. And it was just so bad. Mm. And I just think like, you know what, if you would have just come to a spot like mine, not necessarily mine, but like to a real studio, that experience would have been completely different and right. hopefully more positive. Well, that's a big part of who you're recording with. Um, it's it's very important to be that the individual is not just like this salty curmudgeon that's just like, did you like it? All right, next. You got to have kind of have a, a like a like kind of be a little bit of a cheerleader while you're in there. Oh it's, yeah, it's well that's the, for it's the the, bl- the black art of production. Yeah, because unless unless bands are paying me to produce, a lot of times I'm subtly producing without them recognizing it. Right. Well, that's yeah, that's it. You kind of, kind I mean, I, I try to make sure that every band that's recording with me knows that I'm on their team. I'm the goal. We're all working towards one goal to make the best record we can make out yeah. of these songs. Fuck yeah, your name's yeah, like, on it. Yeah. It's you know, it's their names on it. Let's make it magical. That's now you keep saying black art. Is that like black magic? Yeah, definitely. It's like it's like witchcraft. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. See, you know what? Because because you know what? Isn't that to me the dude that's sitting at the computer going? To make a record because yeah. I've seen my friends who make records that sit there in front of a screen for like 10 hours editing <coughs> yeah. that's not making a record to me no no you, know, you that get that sound that you want and when you fucking press play that's the sound you have that's it that's what you got yeah. you yeah. make it sound as good and, as you know, possible and, and that whole thing like coaxing good performances out of musicians and making sure that the whole band feels comfortable to a spot where they're gonna they're gonna make the magic that's huge the muse is gonna hit you know, the planets are going to be in perfect alignment, and these four dingbats are going to, like, be using all half of their minds together and make two whole minds. And, right. And, you know, fucking blow us away and make something that gives us shivers. Some of the best records I made was with Buckets, who is your partner mm-hmm. at Volume 4. Brian Busolato. Oh, yeah. Yes. But he does sessions also with you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can He's- pick between you or Brian? Uh-huh, yeah. If you want, who does who do more people go with you or Brian? Oh, I don't know. I think I think each who's of us, the favorite? Who's the volume four fave? I think that each of us have our own uh, <laughs> our own fans. I do <laughs> like Bucket though because he he did actually do some of my best work with Don Juan Destroyer, and he was always awesome. He actually engineered that batch of Groucho stuff right before before he and I basically. This is what happened. I I opened up my first studio. Technical Ecstasy in 1997. We had three spaces, and I had a few different interns along the way. Brian Guzzolato being one of them. He helped me make a bunch of awesome records in like the early 2000s or so, and then he started recording. He first was in his parents' basement in South Brunswick. Which is where I experienced him. Yes, exactly. And then he started doing stuff out of the back room of the space that we now inhabit as Volume 4 when it was MF Rehearsal Studios. Brian like subletted the back room to do his studio. So Brian's done lots of stuff for me. I've done lots of stuff for him. He and I are, you know, partners, best buddies. We agree aesthetically on lots of stuff. Important. We're both, you know, grumpy curmudgeons when it comes to music and kind of salty. Yeah, we uh, we get along great when it comes to that stuff. Both masters <laughs> uh, of black yeah. magic. Exactly. <clears throat> All analog except this disc. Exactly. <laughs> Punk rock never stop. That's what it's all about. Awesome. Well, let's play something off this. Okay. Um, play that first. Primary song. character. Uh, no, we're gonna the... try. These are all. These are all in 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 strange files. Um, <laughs> Jay, do I single or double? Wave files. Now? It's strange. Uh, 
So, yeah, we'll play primary caregiver. Mm. Written about my son, Gibson, who's the raddest thing ever. He's like a little mini version of you. He is. He is. That's He's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be producing records soon enough. He's he's available for sessions if anyone needs a uh, fill-in drummer. Oh, is he is he nice with it? Oh yeah. Like, like how good is he? Uh, he's better than some drummers that I do sound for. All right. <laughs> and <there's> no, <laughs> at seven years old, <laughs> eight, eight years old. Sorry. There's no bias. There's no, no bias because he's your son. No. <laughs> do you definitely like, not. Do you, is it something he loves to do, like, by himself, or do you have to, like... No, him? he comes over to my studio and he bashes on stuff. Oh, good. You know, and people keep asking me, like, oh, you know, is he playing it? Is he playing guitar yet? Is he playing drums? At this point, I just kind of sit him in front of the kit and be like, hey, do it, have fun. <laughs> like, I don't, I never want him to feel like it's, like, a punishment or right. like dad is for it. Like, I don't this want is him, a parody. Yeah, like, I don't want him to, like, rebel against... <laughs> Punk rock dad. So like, he could be a young Republican and start listening to like, you know, I just want to make Depeche Mode records or something like that. I don't know. Future business leaders of America. <laughs> yes. I, I think I think it may or may not be working. We're working on it, but I don't know. Let me see. The ones on the. Dr- yeah, the drive See, because because like I had all these things and they were like chiseled into this into like a rock earlier <laughs> and like I was totally playing them in the car, but I guess I can't play that on the, these like newfangled computers. See, yeah, them. this is what happens when you're not doing it analog. We're trying, man. We do it live at least, you know. You know, we can't we can't totally lie to the people. But it's all in Japanese too. What's with these files? I don't know. That's, what I kind of know. black magic are you putting on? <laughs> it's because they didn't have any. They had no file information on there. So, so Apple, being the fascist that they are, they assigned track information to it. Yes, fucking fascist. Man. It's the man bringing us down. You fucked it up, man. Uh, it's now called Genesis One. Of saying. course it is. What? Hey. And it's rap. At least they have my genre correct. Wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What's the actual name of that? the first track? The first track is called Primary Caregiver. Primary Caregiver. And, Possibly. And Apple named it Thank You God. <laughs> <laughs> the artist is MBS off the album. <laughs> Adam and Eve. I'm glad that the song, second song is called You Must Not Eat That Fruit. Because <laughs> that's not, that's not incorrect. Like not for nothing. Rap. That's pretty close to it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of black magic, thank um, you, God. It's <laughs> it's importing it and it's just telling us what what my band is now. It's, yeah, it's like you're you, it's uh, like you're you two. We used to be called the Groucho Marxists and now we're called Genesis One because and now we're called I'm um, going to Disneyland first. Yeah. Like thank God first and foremost. Amazing. All right, All I'm, right. Gonna, I'm just going to convert these real quick. If you want to just yeah yeah you change them to what they're actually named. Because, because <laughs> later on, you guys will be like, "What the hell is that? That's not funny. Let's get that off there." <laughs> like, oh, look at oh, there goes that Groucho Marx song. On the real, right there. Yeah. All right, we'll rock that one. We get started with that. Yeah. Cool. All right, we got right, uh, big money, big money. No whammies, no whammies. We'll see. <laughs> no whammies. Whoa! I didn't realize it was. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? All right, this is um. Primary gear, uh, primary caregiver. Thank you, God. Yeah. By the God.
That was Primary Caregiver by Groucho Marxist. Um, you want to just... It's only three-song EP. You want to just fucking roll through this whole thing? Sure, let's that's good. I want to listen to it. That's like our digital EP, Fake 7-inch. Yes. Fake 7-inch because no one will put out our record. <laughs> <laughs> it's expensive. Man. Well, no one likes us, so why would you put out a record? Well, they're not supposed to like you. Uh, there was a time when I believed that and act- actively tried to pursue that in my bin. <laughs> well, if anyone encountered Doc Hopper like 1980, uh, sorry, 1999, 2000, we were motherfuckers, man. We were dicks. Well, perfect time to be motherfuckers. Well, if, uh, we it's cool to be a dick then. Um, uh, right? Uh, we and you guys were cool as hell. We, th- we thought we were dicks. I, I'm sorry, we, we thought we were cool. I'm not sure that it was cool in hindsight. Hey, it was, it was the, your last opportunity to be yeah. extremely human. Before this whole generation of shock culture simultaneously bombarded with political correctness. Well, back in the day when there was still a chance, like, will we make money from this someday? (laughs) I'm not sure. I can't tell. Only if we tell them that we wish their kids were dead. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) See, luckily we never did anything that like that bad. Although there was some, we've done, we did some pretty tasteless things. Like what? The time we played in uh, Northport, Long Island. Where all the uh, like the Say You Love Satan murders happened and wow. in the eighties and like I made some joke about it Uh-oh. and some girl started crying in the front and, and someone was like oh that was like you know the murdered kid's youngest cousin right. or something uh, <laughs> it happened like, right down the street yeah. by the lake yeah Say You Love Satan <laughs> I love my mom Mary Beth's Mary Beth's father was murdered <laughs> it's never safe to wear an ECDC T-shirt in Northport Long Island. <sighs> <laughs> That's scary. That's really scary shit. All right, next song. Uh, online <laughs> obsession. <laughs> hey, back to my shitty pop punk band. All right, let's go. <laughs> song about gawking at chicks online. All right. That's how I segue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're good at that. Yeah. Online <laughs> obsession.
That was a, that was a double shot. Groucho, Marxist. That was yummy, yummy, yummy. No, uh, was it? Bef- yeah, what? that was that one. That and just played. Yeah, oh, yeah like I'm sorry. we were long. talking. I'm sorry. Well, we, were, we were talking about that. <clears throat> uh, Chris's diminishing um, attention span. span. Yeah. Oh yeah. A wonderful, wonderful uh, uh, problem to have uh, because. This world's shitty, and if you cannot pay attention to shitty stuff for too long, yeah, you know what? <laughs> or long songs, amazing. There's, there's so many bands I want to give them the gong halfway through the song, like end it now, end it now. Everyone's disinterested, I promise you. <laughs> Who have you wanted to give the gong to recently? Uh oh. You know what? I don't even think that I can pinpoint that. I like, can. I, I can pinpoint some of your gongs. Could you text me? Gong. Me. <laughs> um. Th- I'm trying to think. That band from the other night with the... Uh-oh. You want to talk oh, about that band? Oh, yeah. The, uh... Yeah. See, okay. okay. So, all right. So, I definitely have... I have a unique vantage point into bands. Because not only have I been in a band, in bands for, like, you know, 25 years at this point, I record bands, which puts me intimately into their band dynamic... Like, you know, from zero to, like, I'm up your ass instantly. Mm-hmm. And doing sound for, like, 300 bands a year, you know, at all the clubs that I do sound at. So right. I ha- I see lots of bands, and I can usually kind of pinpoint and figure out what's going on within the band quickly. Uh, sometimes it's very funny. Sometimes, you know, I can just be like, oh, wow, that, that dude right there, very talented guy. He's going to ditch the rest of his band very shortly. Uh, Some of the bands that I see that are like just starting to get, you know, some sort of local popularity or something like that. And it's so funny because it's like, like, oh, that dude totally thinks that like, I'm never working again, man. This is going to be awesome. Like everyone, everyone loves me here. I just, I just headline the court tap on a Saturday night to like, you know, 130 people. Life is good. I made it. Yeah, yeah, you're you're gonna ride that clear into your sixties or seventies, asshole. (laughs) So, well, especially if you're just gonna be like a, you have to remain. Listen, you got to remain a little humble. No, no. People will remember you being. Very few bands have a truly objective view of where they are in the world of things. And I feel like the older I get, the more I realize that like. No one cares. I'm just another jerk off in a band. There's like twelve thousand of me everywhere. I, there's my version of me in every fucking city. Yeah, you don't need and to go to an, a parallel universe. Yeah. So, you know, we're all dealing. We're all dealing with the same parallel universe on a nightly basis with like seven different versions of us in all these other bands that we're playing with. So when I see people that are being douchebags and doing it wrong or something like that, it's yep. it's it's very entertaining. Like, oh, they they haven't had that epiphany yet, or they haven't had that. You know, slap of reality in the face yet, or you know whatever trauma they need to snap them out of their. It's a growing process. Dream world. Yeah. You know, it's a good time though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade it for anything else. No, no, because it's good to. It's good to on the other end see uh, people uh, break through the other other end of that wall and continue to just be a good person. It, it does. Do it their does thing happen. and play good music and and uh, give credit where it's due and. Like Nightbirds. I mean, it's like how many uh, versions of that band came out, you know? And now they're like doing yeah. awesome. Yeah, they're, they've worked their ass off. They've made a bunch of great records, and now they're getting all the accolades that they should be. Yeah, that's what happens. And people people are always like... Well, I, 
That's not what happens. Well, <laughs> what happens is that no matter what you do, you smash your head against the same brick wall endlessly until you have to give in and your bass player gets married and your guitar player says, fuck you all, I'm going back to Wall Street or whatever. Like, right. no, you don't keep working and then eventually Fat Records puts out your band and you live happily ever after. That, <laughs> like, that, no. like, that is like saying, and then you walk outside and you get struck by lightning because that's like what happens, right? Like, <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> that Mike took care of me for the rest of my yeah, days. Yeah, exactly. That's... that's <laughs> The, that Mike, my daddy. The same odds of getting hit by a comet. Well, are, you're are, more are what, what's happening to a band like Nightbirds, but things like that are more but inclined it's, it's to the, happen. Like, that's that's like looking at someone who won the lottery and still having faith in the lottery. Hmm. You know, like I like that every once in a while, some dudes that I know that have been working their asses off, making good music, with a great work ethic, touring, not being dicks. Sometimes that that earns you success. And if you record with Chris Pierce at Volume Four, you have a better chance yeah, exactly. of breaking through that wall. <laughs> right. And as long as I'm on your team, I will help you sign that contract with Satan myself. But I get points. I get <laughs> points. I get points. Yeah, I get points on your soul on the back end is really what happens. I think a lot of it is people um, ig- ignoring the small accolades and bits of success. Don't ignore them, but. You know, don't don't sit there and bask in them for too long. Kind of right. keep rolling, keep doing what you're doing. Don't don't you know? I mean, smell roses. You gotta oh. smell roses. But you know, you just keep moving forward. Keep making good connections with good people. I mean, people. you don't have to only smell roses. You have to eat some turds yeah. too. And people that are playing music for the, well, of course, you gotta <laughs> eat turds. People that are playing, but you can eat the turds on the microphones at volume four. Yeah. But, uh, no. <laughs> no. 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 Nobody's showing. They're like, yeah, that no. On, that doesn't happen on my fucking microphones. Uh, right? That happens on other assholes' mics, not mine. <laughs> Why are we ro- rewarding get, everybody? Get, like turd eating. I like that. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As, you want to go back I, to that? As I much as that I do, as much as I do love Gigi Allen, there's gonna be no turds or no shit by my microphones yeah. in my studio. Okay. Yeah. Zero micro penises. Yes. too. We don't need any of those. <laughs> keep them. Micro penises? I'm not sure that we can control that. Yeah. Ba- sometimes bands and do- dudes and bands have micro penises. What are you gonna do? Some, it's always the loudest guy in your band. It, yeah. The loudest guy, the guy with the loudest The biggest jacket. amp. Damn yeah. it, that's me and my band. Fuck. <laughs> Compen- uh, compensating? Yeah, apparently so. Are you the, the band version of the guy with like the Chevy the Chevy 420? Probably. That's not even a real Chevy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it the is, guy it is in my much. head. <laughs> it's all my right, Chevy, all right, all right. Yeah. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of, a lot of the people that... Um, that um, just accept the fact that they play music and that's what they want to do for the rest of their life and just do that and they have their job and they have their friends and their family and, and they also have their music and those those people, they may not take that extra step that you need to make it successful but if they understand that they are already having a successful life not maybe not necessarily monetarily um, especially in punk and stuff like that it's like, there's and hardcore there's so many cooks in the kitchen that you gotta do it for the love of it no one should get into this thinking that they're going to make money or that there's going to be some sort of gain because really the only thing you're going to get is hopefully some sort of satisfaction out of the art and the noise that you're making and the friendships and relationships that you're you know cultivating because yeah. not for nothing the, I mean, the only reason that any of us are still in this is because we all love each other and it's one big community it's i'm certainly not in this to make any money nowadays Guys, a little bit. I love you guys. But it would be nice to make a little bit. I mean, I've, I wish I was making money from this, but guys, I really I'm love in, you I'm, guys. In it, I'm in it for the love of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, me fucking too, man. <laughs> I mean, they don't they they pay us pretty they, good here at the dining room, but 
Not that great, right, I've, I've been holding your checks. You've been there's, holding. Pe- there's pizza and egg rolls. <laughs> Motherfucking pizza. Pepperoni. And, and, and then we... Shh, don't say anything about the Reese's. The peg's listening. Oh, no. You took peg's Reese's. Oh, no. Chris did it. Oh, shit. Let's Chris go to took song. the Reese's. Not Let's me. Go to song. All right. Uh, we got... <laughs> it was Chris. Yeah. We got some new stuff here. Yes, um, new you wanna, stuff. You want to tell us a little bit about... We got uh, some Mikey Erg here. Yeah, uh, me and Mikey recorded a couple of songs, uh, I think it was this year. Yeah, yeah, it was this year. Um, a friend of ours from the old uh, Pop Punk message board, uh, Danny Bully, she was going to do this like downloadable comp of all people doing 80s covers, and so lots of us were like, yeah, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. So me and Mikey recorded a couple of 80s covers one day, and then the whole project didn't happen, but... Uh, I think we're going to put this, or we're not going to put this out. I think our friend Servo is going to put this out on his label, from what I'm hoping. I think so. Bloated Cat Records. These from, I think they're out there in Iowa. Um, so this is, I think, I'm playing, I think, I know. I'm playing drums on the song that Mikey's singing, and then Mikey plays drums on mine, and we're in each other's bands. We are each other's bestest band. Oh, and this is Sleeping Mike Through Heaven? Yeah, band. this is uh, Sleeping Through Heaven, which is a cover by, what did I say? I forget, like, some, some band that I had never heard of, of course. Of course, Mikey was schooling me on some, like, wacky thing that I would never heard of before. Oh, yeah, thanks. Really Game, theory. Game Theory. And then I did a Plimsoll song, uh, Everywhere mm-hmm. Once. So 
That was for the. That was for. Uh, sorry, I dropped the mic. Amateurs. How come you got so much reverb over there? I don't know. She's got the reverb. We're getting a gangrene to alcohol right there. Except we're not drinking fucking Budweiser in here. No, I want um. Fuck that shit. I want to be like the municipal waste. Oh, fuck you up. And then like I can't do. I already opened it, but. Because municipal waste is gonna fuck you up. I don't know if you knew that. I used to use that as like a text message tone. It was great. What the, the, the can opening? I use yeah. that as a text message uh, tone. Like the Stone Cold can opening? No. You, ever, you don't know that song? It's the Municipal Waste song. It's that one. Oh. No. Oh, that one. Do we have that? Could we play that? I, it's probably on my <laughs> iTunes. That'd be right if we could play. Like, I mean, not right now. What we are we playing separate now? iTunes. We're play what are we talking waste about? You're cut off. Yeah. I'm cut off? No. The Municipal Waste. Oh, oh, oh I was like, you're Which cut off. You're done. The greatest video of all time. It's so awesome. Stop talking, Shannon. We like to keep it to. To to you know we yeah, we know. try we try not to play bands that don't really need any yeah, <laughs> any airtime. Yeah, that's not no. true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. No. Um, Nothing that people want to hear. We just listened to a couple covers, <laughs> um, everywhere at once by Chris Pierce and a little bit of Mike Jurgen there, it's sleeping through heaven, off of some uh, unreleased some unreleased uh, piece of plastic. An upcoming split with me and Mikey. Ooh. I'm not flexible enough to split, but <laughs> I do like. Sorry, that was fucking horrible. Give me the gun. <laughs> Boo. Ah. <laughs> oh, boo. What? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Jay actually cares about me. Without he didn't even load it. But uh, <laughs> are we playing Russian Russian roulette in here? Yes. <laughs> Play American roulette. <laughs> that, that means that the gun ain't gonna work every time you spin the thing. <laughs> the gun ain't gonna work. What's that movie, Deer Hunter? <laughs> it's horrible, Jay. But it it's, out of, it's out of. Uh, <laughs> Auga. 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 It's out of bullets. I prefer that one. Oh, the drawn gun. Yeah. We're just pointing at stuff, guys. Don't don't worry. <laughs> yeah, check out our Periscope channel. Use your imagination. <laughs> Joe's got a gun, guys. We, we, Joe's we like, got a like gun. We like to get drunk and shoot off guns. I mean, I'm hey, from Maine, so that's Joe. pretty much what I'm all about. Fine, we're in Port Reading. Reading. <laughs> Is there truth that? Are you from Maine? Uh, I am from Maine. Nice. Is it weird? It is very, very beautiful and amazingly boring. Amazingly boring. Yep. Great, great Although, accents, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wicked awesome accents. And let me tell you, the drunker I get, you encounter me at the end of the night, like 2, 2.30 when I'm leaving at the bar, I sound like I'm from Maine again. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, it gets good. Do you, uh, you know I've encountered that. <clears throat> Pretty much every time, uh, back when I used to do more solo stuff at the court, every time you were doing the sound, I would, uh, I would make sure that I got you plenty of PBRs. <laughs> And uh, see, that's what that's what the good band should do. You should always yeah, make sure that get your sound guy yeah, wasted. Make, make sure that your sound guy is you know happy, oiled, make friends. You know, <laughs> there's, a, there's a certain respect and, for the microphone. And to either, and, yeah, and either if you have extra drugs, bring them to your sound guy, or <laughs> or his friend Shannon. Yeah, or because <laughs> every sound guy smokes pot. It's true. It's a universal. Well, no, I take that back. To. Jim Norton does not. Jim Norton, the comedian. Right. No. no. Gentleman Jim Norton. 
the greatest sound man on the face of the planet. Really? Even better than you? Yes. I don't know who uh, Gentleman Jim is. Oh. He's old. I love like how you get, he's old school. Jim, That's Jim what used to like, Jim, Jim used to be in a band called Crucial Youth back in the day. Uh, in the back in the late '80s, they were like a mock straight edge band. But uh, uh oh, they were oh, mock. Yeah, they, it was like <clears throat> they pretended yes. to be edge. Yeah. So they just sang but, about but their friends and their bicycle. no, but it was like I'm sorry, a a a caricature of a straight edge band oh, like okay. the youth brush they would bring out a gigantic toothbrush that was like six feet tall with X's painted on it and talk about like you know brush brush you know like, kind of like the cavity creep song I mean not in the youth Murphy's Law kind of way but um, amazing yeah like you know yeah me and Mr. T that was on the, one of the songs the three the, the four rules be straight bench your weight <laughs> don't be late don't masturbate uh, it's so, true okay so Jim used to be in in Crucial Youth and then he was like tour manager, road guy for every band from like every awesome band from like 1989 to like 2000 or something. Tell the tell the story about when you pissed Jim Norton off on tour <sighs> when you're past <sighs> crossed on <sighs> the two. Minutes. All right, so I first met Jim Norton. He was on tour with the Doughboys, and he was traveling with them. And I was pulling through Providence, Rhode Island, with a couple of. Uh, the Eric's from No Effects, the, the drummer and the guitar player, and we came in there. And we're like, hey, we know, we know who's, uh, we know the Doughboys. We're, we're, we're with No Effects. We're just coming through town. So they're like, okay, you guys can come in, and they, they let they let us dirtbags in, and immediately, Jim stops us and is like, who are you guys? And like, uh, this is No Effects, and then we're we kind of know these guys and blah blah blah. He's like, all right, cool, and. To which the No Effects guys just plow through a wall of Les Pauls that are lined up on guitar stands Aww. to like go raid the beer closet in the back, and like I'm I'm 19 at this point, so I have these dudes in this band that I love that I'm just happen to be driving around, and they just roll through and knock all like four, four or five Les Pauls off guitar stands. Oh, no problem. Just, yeah. You know, fucking knock and I just over. see Jim Norton like raging and screaming. And me, because I was still standing there, not not trying to raid the beer. It's <laughs> but not trying to pick up the guitars either. Uh, no, I was just in shock. I was just terrified. <laughs> I was I was in too. awe of all the awesome bands that were surrounding me, and terrified of this guy that I thought was going to eat me. Uh, <laughs> I get I, I go into shock when like a Guitar Hero guitar falls over. I have I can't, I can't I anybody I've, I've seen people like smash guitars I. Cringe so hard. A band smashed a, a dude smashed a guitar at the Court Tavern the other night. This one band, he smashed like a shitty fake strap. Oh, okay. and it was it was the first time I can I can't even remember the last the last piece of gear that I think I saw smashed was excuse me when I was in for science. John Slover smashed a keyboard. Okay, Slover. He Slover smashed a piece of it and it he, went and like hit some girl in the eye and oh. some girl started crying. Like it was in a basement, oh, yeah, so like smashed a keyboard and like a piece of shrapnel flies off and some girl's like. Ah! It's like a Billy Joel. Oh, there was concert. no crying at a hunchback show. Well, <clears throat> you know how Craig annihilated everything. Yeah, well, <laughs> he annihilated huge organs. Like, oh my god! I mean, it, it was it was tame No one to cried. It. Yeah, that's true. I um, I once smashed. There's no crying at hunchback shows. Goddamn it! <laughs> there was never keyed instruments. You could smash. I'm fine with that. I'm There's I'm too okay many of them. Ted Nugent, Ted Nugent is into it too. All right. What about if you're a drunk musician and your guitar isn't working, so you just it's drop a free it? For all. <laughs> Um, I've seen that. See, I, 
I like my guitars. Like, I would never treat my instruments with such disrespect. Yeah, you gotta treat them like children. Don't leave them in the car when it's too hot. Um, don't lock them away in the closet so dust collects on them. Um, don't put them in a corner. Nobody puts baby in the corner. It's true. And, shit, it's, I don't know. I've only treated one guitar and well in my entire life. A, always. I still have it. B, B. C, closing. Always B, closing. <laughs> I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at Shannon right now trying to figure out what that means. Ask Chris. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. I'm sorry. I was talking about that to someone the other day. Sure. I'm not going to explain Chris. Never mind. No. Mm-mm. The caffeine and the no beers way. are both uh, Oh no, it's perfect. I just I need well, I'm, I need I'm riffing dude. I'm riffing. Don't let me, worry. Let me get some of that. Uh, you know, the uh, the drugs are just being uh, taken effect right about now. So things are getting a little hazy. Uh Oh, he was, he was Just drugged. kidding. This is a sober podcast. Oh, we got, we got Chris Beers here. He was drugged. Um, <laughs> hey, this is a meeting. Oh, man. <laughs> My name is Chris. You know? <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a and I'm a what? Yeah. <laughs> You're an enabler. <laughs> God damn it. I am a 43-year-old man-child. Is what I am. <laughs> man-child. At least you're not a man-baby. No, I'm definitely not a man-baby. Man-child, definitely. Really? You need you need constant uh, supervision. Constant supervision. Yeah. Do you, need, do you need somebody to like cut up your pork chops? <laughs> Sometimes. Because that's what I picture. Sometimes. Um, do you yell when your eggs aren't made correctly? I yell a lot. Well, yeah, no, I yell a lot. Yeah. Do you yell in any bands? If, yes. they, if they deserve it. Um, would you? Sometimes, sometimes them? bands need it. I mean, not without like dropping names, can you like bring sometimes, up bands? Sometimes, um, I. I am always yelling at bands uh, as far as loading onto and off of stage etiquette. Right. Do not set your shit up on stage. There should never be any cases brought up on stage. Like, I just saw a band the other night bring all of their shit in cases and plop them where the drum set is on the court tavern stage. Um, By the time they put all their shit on in the cases there, where the fuck are you going to uncase it? Like, the drummer pulled it out and then he was literally standing there like, oh, That's true. There's not a lot of room on that And I was like, are you really that stupid? Do I really have to tell you guys? And then one band brought all of their stuff up before the next band had loaded off and made a barricade in the front. Right in the front. It's perfect. I do that with my And they started bringing stuff up. I was like, we haven't unloaded anything. We let them unload, and I had to tell all four of the band members. We're already pulled over. Not to unload. (laughs) We can't pull over anymore. Yeah. (laughs) It It was just crazy. And I was like, I can't believe... I've now told all four of you guys not to load onto stage. <laughs> In, like, 25 seconds. That's a bit. Uh, I, you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to come to all the shows before they start and, t- and just, like, watch you get upset and then leave without paying. <laughs> I just can't afford it, you know? I can't afford to stick around for the whole show. It's, I'll come I mean, for the it's, show. it's usually funny, like, you know, 750... To whenever the show starts, that's when that's when first band complete idiocy kicks in. It's true. Like, can um, you set your watch to it? Is it that like common? What? Like, can you set your watch to it? Is that how often it occurs? Yeah. yeah. Damn. And and uh, so often are the bands showing up at the last second and then asking me for shit, mm. and then they're surprised and I'm like, no. Hey, uh, we have like no. 
<laughs> no. There's five bands playing tonight. Each of you have 35 minutes and then 10 minutes to unload the stage. You have 15 lighting rigs here with you, as well as a synthesizer, a, uh, you know, a violin, a backdrop, and a screen, and you want in-ear monitors, and you drew no one? Right. Really? Do, do you have any, like, subjective view of your importance and... Why would anyone do that? That's like that's like turning that's like turning like a like a flu shot into open heart surgery. You know, I mean, it's unnecessary. I, it's it, <laughs> you just need you need to you need to assess every situation and and go with it by that. They're, like the bands are like, well, this is just what we do. I'm like, well, yeah, except you're on the smallest stage that you might ever encounter. So small. I would say that four guitar cabinets for each of you. Might be a poor decision. Yeah. A little necessary. I was playing there not too long ago, and I kept kicking the... Um, there was about six inches of space between the kick drum and the front monitor. Yeah, it's really shallow. Um, not the kick drum, but the mic that was in the kick drum, yeah. and I kept kicking it over. Yeah. And um, I just kept... I couldn't help it, man. I was fucking freaking out, you know? Your band is great, by the way, Joe. Thank you. Comb the desert. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it's like fun. I was, I was thinking that. It's fun to yell. Yeah, I didn't hit you guys. It was cool. <laughs> and and you know when you guys were like oh like who's really the worst and the the best thing is is that like like I said I do like three hundred bands a year it's the bands that were the absolute worst those are the names that stick out in my head like yeah. the bands that I wanted to fight the bands that I was almost like into fisticuffs with right well who is that's what I say it's like Morning there's, Glory there's plenty, <laughs> there's plenty whatever band that was they were off to, on tour with off of their heads they're like some leftover crack offshoot band a bunch of junkie uh, fake ska kids from New York uh, no. I hate them I want I, I, I whatever that little Wanted. like turd singer was that had his hands in his pocket the entire time and mouthed off to me kid I'm gonna kick your ass one day Ooh, I'm gonna find you and like like totally wipe you out Morning Glory. Morning you're, on, Glory. you're on blast. Morning Glory. <laughs> you're the shittiest band that I've ever done sound for. Oh, fucking yes. damn. God damn. I like when it gets real. What the, be- the, best thing, the best thing was, I muted them, and then I told them, I'm not threatening you. If I was threatening you, things would already have happened. There's no threatening. And then they had their road manager say, uh, we feel uncomfortable. We feel like your sound man threatened us. They said this to Andy and Rocky at the court, <laughs> and they were like, "Do we need like we feel like we might want to call the police for an escort out of town?" And I laughed, and I said, Are "These kids with like neck tattoos and like these stinky gutter punk kids, like they're they're, they're telling afraid. they're telling you that they're afraid of me." Oh my! Really? God. Let oh, them go so to the police idea. in New Brunswick and tell them. This guy with glasses was mean to me. Like, Mr. Face Tattoo. Like, that guy over there, he was mean to my band. I think that the police should escort us out of town. Like, yeah. I was like, are you really kidding me? Like, in the old days, they were just, in the old days, we, they would have been beaten up. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's, like I miss it, it, makes, it, it makes me so long good. for the old days. Because, like, literally, they would have left the club. And we just stomped, and we would have stomped. It would have been a boot party. Yeah, like they would have. Oh, we that boot party, yeah, man. Like, oh yeah, here's, here's your money. Oh, here's that money we just handed parties. you. Awesome. See you outside, pal. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's no room. There's no room for shitheads. And you know what? There shouldn't be. There, there's, there's, there's. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm against violence. Although I'm definitely. Sometimes you reap what you sow. I'll take. There, I'll, there are people that need a whooping. Yes, there is. I will take a, a shitty... I will listen to a shitty band filled with <coughs> great individuals 
over oh, totally. over an amazing band that's filled with like a couple shitheads any day of the week. Well, I think we're dealing with lots of things where dudes from bands can't get away with the same kind of shit that they used to. No. We're seeing that almost weekly. You can't get away with shit like, in this fucking world. This world's nuts. Like, uh, Poison Idea, we're supposed to do a bunch of shows with the casualties. That's hopefully not going to happen now because everyone said, hey, Poison Idea, don't go on tour with a band that has like a known sexual predator in the band. <laughs> Yep, you know, like I think how many? Logic, yeah. that's, that's like how many? <laughs> exactly. It's not true. It's not true. Oh yeah. Okay. Only ten women have come forward saying that you have, you know, just ten. You know, yeah. So. Ugh. That's why we got rid of Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, that's true. See you, Bill. Yeah. So, fuck this. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that kind of shit. Well, you can't. Those people are the worst. But we got the best of the worst oh, coming up here. Shit. Now that band I like. <clears throat> oh, what a bunch of fucking these people. Their music's just like. All over the place. You listen to it. This is the best of the worst with growing up, throwing up.
noticeably shrinking under me. Earth underneath my feet, noticeably shrinking.
and welcome back to Live from the Dining Room. That was Boy vs. Ghost with a song called um, Manic, March 5th. They're going to be playing this Thursday at the Crossroads in Garwood with the Dizzy Bats, Kaylee Rocker, and Heavy Flow. Oh, I love Kaylee. She's oh, I love awesome. Heavy Flow. That bit is awesome. Heavy Flow's awesome. Kaylee's awesome. Heavy Flow. There are two pieces. I love Heavy it. Heavy Flow was the bass player for Speed Queen when we were Buzzard Wagon for a brief moment. Who? Ooh. Joey? Hmm. Well, he's, he's half of that, I think. You might be thinking of a different Heavy Flow. Is there a different Heavy Flow? I don't know. I don't know. Am I thinking of wrong? I'm, I could I have it wrong. They're a two-piece band. Yeah. Yeah. No, you played with them the last time. At they Crossroads. Played, at, you played with them at right. Crossroads. And isn't one of them named Joe? I, I, I don't I don't know their so. names, actually. I'm There's a Matt and a... Uh, he was in your band, you're saying? I yeah. feel fucking terrible because they've been in here before. Because I was forgetful. Like, am I wrong? I mean, I, I could Heavy be wrong. Flow listening? Call I, in. Tell I us what your names are. <laughs> James. We're horrible. We're horrible with names. James. It's Jay Matheson. James Matheson and Oh, Matt Jimmy. Weiser. Jimmy. I know that motherfucker. No. Okay. <laughs> no. then maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was wrong. No. Guy. I don't know. I suck. Don't no. spit it. No. James, an amazing musician. Um, you, hear, <clears throat> you hear him in Heavy Flow and he's, and he's like, he's got that, he's just... It's name? just heavy flow. What's his but name? then you Ted hear him play like acoustic on the side. He's got like this real sexy voice. <laughs> you know, it's all clean and like he could do. You know, he could do it. But they really fill like, this room up like, like with sound. I mean, like they were just fucking. It sounded fun. like there's a dozen people in here. You should have music. Kaylee in here. You had her in here. She was. She great. was. Yeah. yeah. What about Colin? Um, her brother. No. You have to have him in here too. Yes, we he's are. amazing. Yeah, yeah Kaylee. They're both. They are great. so great. I love the way they sing. Really um, good. that show's gonna start at seven. Uh, Garwood uh, show. Is that Thursday is or Friday? Garwood. Thursday. This Thursday. Yep. All right. Five Crossroads bucks. is a tough. Let's venue, go. Let's man. all go. Yeah, I'm in. Steph, you can pick us all up. I live right there. Oh, well, you can come <laughs> down here, pick us up, and then drive back there. We'll sleep over. It'll be all right. Best. Well, we have to. We have to. Right. We have to. No, Hub City Jungle's gonna be over. the core tavern that night. Okay. It's gonna be hip hop night. Ooh. You'll I'll take a out, pass You'll on come that. out for the hip-hops at the court taverns, you Yeah. No, we'll go to Crossroads only if we can, like, flip the tables in the front off to the sides. I hate how they have the tables there. I know. Yeah. The first time I that, like that Groucho's played at Crossroads, the only time that I've that I ever played guitar there, we played one guitar chord, and the sound guy was, Oh, my God! You guys got to turn down! Oh, man! And then I was, Yeah, and I was like, all right, this is not starting well. Obviously, this guy is way more of a prick than I have ever been. And then, like, or just so, really so we play half a song. He's like, I can't even, like, I can't even do anything. Your guitars are just so loud. And, like, our drummer's a fucking monster. Like, we turned the guitars down so quiet, I couldn't even hear him over anything our drummer was doing. And then, so we start, and then the first song, the sound guy comes, um, you guys... He, and he starts talking back over the monitors to us, and my guitar player goes, "You tell us to turn down one more time, I swear to God, and come down there and punch you right in the fucking face." <laughs> and then he's like, "All right, just keep going, guys." <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Needless to say, we were not invited back to the, to the crossroads for some reason. I'm just, I, I don't know tell why. Tell us to turn down one more time, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking great. The demeanor, yeah. Yeah. that's fantastic. <laughs> Before that, we had Molly Rhythm on a song oh. called "Bad for a Cake." Uh, and of course, best of the worst with a song called "Growing Up, Throwing Up." They're both going to be playing uh, tomorrow at the backstage championship bar in Trent, New Jersey. It's gonna, they're going to be with Mr. Scanato, Mr. Scanato, sure. uh, the Shipwrecks, uh, Homophobics, 
be like Max, and I believe it's $10. Starts at 6 $10. I will see you all there, I assume. Give them your money. Also, shout out to, to Nikki and manager extraordinaire uh, um, Griffin Sullivan for taking care of a very intoxicated me last night. <laughs> Nikki, the uh, Griffin's yeah. the best. Yo, yeah, they're, they're, they're both solid. <laughs> really, really came through for me last night. Wait, at, at Champs? Yeah. You, like, fell asleep? No, no, they live above it, and I went up there with him. Oh, okay, I, okay. I fell asleep. Oh, you, you, they babysat you last night. That's great. I, it, it, yeah. got, it got to that point. I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, that, we, all, we all need that sometimes. We all need it that sometimes. It got to that point. I mean, it was probably about 9 o'clock. It's like, yeah. fuck, yes. I missed my fifth train home. They're like, just stay here. Like, it happens. Sounds good. I, I didn't slow down drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Your fifth train. And why train. should you? At that point, right. there's no reason to slow down. After the fifth you're, you're, missed train, I yeah. decided. To I mean, stay. sometimes, sometimes you just, you just, sometimes you just gotta ride that roller coaster I'm to the end. Stay like this, you don't jump, you don't just jump halfway off the cliff. You yeah. gotta go all the way down. Right. <laughs> Great people, so great. <laughs> Much appreciated. Did they get you a beer? Thank you, Nikki and Griffin. Did they get you a beer and put like a binky on it for you? They should so have. You didn't spill it. Aww. That's great. Fucking awesome. It was a lot of fun, though. You're a lot of fun. Why? Thank you. You texted me some pretty hilarious things. I don't know if I can, uh, if I can say them on the air. Actually, no, I don't think you should. <laughs> except except the, the the prep the news part. That was pretty funny. Did me? you Did you call Peg and tell her how much uh, how much you loved her? Oh no, you didn't. You didn't call Peg. No. She got upset. Do it again. My phone died. Yeah. And I missed five trains. When Jay gets really <laughs> drunk, he likes to call um, his like his like brother or mom or me or somebody that he just really loves that's awesome. And and just be like be like, you I just wanna <laughs> hug you. I just wanna hug oh, you. Awesome. Oh yeah, I'm, and I'm you're a like, hug- Jay? I'm a huggy drunk too. Oh, I love that. <laughs> People for, Overall, for, yeah. From what I'm told, people like to encounter me at the end of the night when I'm like that. <laughs> Sometimes. Oh, they're so yeah. bullshitting you. I know, but that's a, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a oh, oh no, Pierce is gonna hug me. I can tell. Look at him. He's stumbling more than normal. He's leaning leaning way further than. He oh should God, be. he's drinking the Jägermeister. Yeah, we're in for Rolling it. Rolling brownouts are gonna happen that night. So, um, Molly Rhythm we played uh, recently. Jay's been on a big Molly Rhythm kick. That's like his band that he's listening to right now. Chris, what is you? What are you? What are you listening to right now? What am I listening to? What's your jam? Like um, not, not necessarily at this moment because there is a song on in the background. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What What have I been listening to? I the forget. Nils. Well, I always listen to Nils. Uh, the Smiths. A lot of Venom. <laughs> I listen to Venom. Don't let Chris lie. He Venom loves black, the Smiths. Venom black metal. Okay. Uh, Oh, look at you, Venom. Venom, I'm like okay. the Smiths. Venom. Venom. <laughs> I like Venom. He loves the Smith. Venom. <laughs> uh, but you do like the Smiths, right? The new Nightbirds record? <laughs> I, I do like the Smiths. Not, I'm not discounting anything that she's going to that she's So have you, has there been any like mainstream-esque bands that have caught your attention in the in, since you've been uh, in, enveloped in, in like the local music and mixing? And, oh, yeah. I mean, every, there's a lot of local every once in a while it happens. I mean, like you know, well, like, are you like a Taylor Swift fan or something like no, that? He's no, more of a screaming not. females covering the Taylor Swift song. Yeah, that's fan. cool. Do they do that? They do shake it off. <clears throat> all right. Wow. See, I might like that. I hate Taylor Swift. And, and, and Mar- Marissa painted all the walls in our studio in case there's any screaming females fanatics out all right. there. Come to volume There's a few screaming females fanatics out I, there. I'm sure oh. there are. I and know that there are many she, Marissa. She did all fanatics. the murals. She did all the walls in your studio. Yes, I just said that. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> Marissa Paternoster painted all the uh, the murals in our studio, and 
uh, in our live room, it's red. It looks like blood red everywhere. And there are these like hounds of hell on either side. And apparently she was painting them and was about finished. And then she said to Brian, my partner, I need to follow my heart. And then went over and painted the inverted crosses on their foreheads before leaving. <laughs> she is cool, fucking punk rock. She is. like She is on her own planet. I um awesome. she brings it out of people too. I um I saw her at Starland Ballroom that she was opening for um I've seen her I've seen them live in, in local places and whatnot, but I saw her at Starland and I got so fucking excited. And uh, they're opening I think they were opening for Me Without You or something. I think so, yeah. Oh god. Um, who I love. Oh who sorry. I love. I was, sorry about that. No, I I love them. <laughs> they're a great band. But uh <clears throat> All these people were like, it was the first time I was at Starlight in a while, and all the kids were waiting for like another band to come on, and they were all on their phones standing right where I was trying to dance. These people are on their phones, and every time I bump into somebody because I'm dancing or moving a little bit, they'd look at me like I was severely inconveniencing them. Yeah, and I was like, see, that's when you're gonna grab someone and do a wall of death and just (laughs) knock all those motherfuckers. Kids don't know what a wall of death is. See, they should. You should have saw the look in their eyes. These fuckers don't know Murphy's Law and the wall of death. What you need to do is knock their fucking wussy little asses down and teach them some dance floor justice. Murphy's Law is actually playing um, playing Stanhope House on, and I believe the twenty first. Now that you said that. Stanhope House, a place that's like <laughs> might as well be seventeen hours away. Like, there's no way I'm driving like that hour right. and a half to the fucking mountains of right. northwestern New Jersey right. to go. in the middle in the middle of nowhere. It's like yeah. ghost town, except for the yeah. Stanhope House. Back- Although I would love to go see Murphy's Law there. Yeah. That would be a show that would be like worth it to just like sleep in the parking lot afterwards. I saw the cheap <laughs> like after there. after a total like Jägermeister and and drug fueled evening. <laughs> That's what it would be. Stanhope House is so far. Cheap girls it, it might, there. You, you might as well be driving to like, you know, like, I don't even know. Pennsylvania. Like, it's, it's like an it's hour like away. That. It's like an hour from here. That's it. It's on the mountain up, up that overlooks the rest of New Jersey. Kinda. Kinda, sorta. But, any, but I wanted to go back man. to Screaming Females. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to say Screaming Females. I saw them open for Sleater Kinney. And Sleater Kinney's one of my favorite bands. And they, like, Screaming Females Dude, flew crazy. them away. And, like, like, they were all just looking at her, like, just in awe. Because she blew them the fuck away. Because she's, she's the 2015 Village Voice Guitarist of the Year. Yeah, she she's fucking nice. shreds. She, Carrie was she like, oh, shit. On, like, Let me stick to Portlandia. But she'll shred anywhere. <laughs> like... That's why I was so intrigued is because it was Starland. There's a huge stage. So she had all this fucking room. It was crazy. She was zipping back and forth like like she was like Taz, bro, up there. I'm like, and all these kids, and at first I'm dancing and stuff, and I'm like, come on, you don't fucking represent these kids. And they're looking at me, and I'm like, hey, it's okay. It's okay to dance. It's all right. And I was being all posy, you know? And then eventually I was just like, fuck this. And I started smacking phones out of people's hands. And they were looking at me like, like, oh, my God. And then finally they were just like, Ah, fuck it. And everybody started dancing. Nice. Look at you starting a revolution. It was a, it was a tiny little scream. And then if that doesn't work, punch him in the dick. Aw. Right, right. That's I, love I don't think Marissa would be into that. Does anybody have any interest? I don't think Marissa she would be into that. Marissa would But Juicy Carcass would definitely be into that. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's listen to it. It's AV Club. AV Club's actually, I mean, I only know what, of what they do with Guar. When Guar goes in there and does covers. But this should be fun. Yeah, let's uh, listen to Screaming Females cover. Uh, Taylor Swift, shake it off. But, oh, advertiser. But, yeah. Well, just play. I mean, in one we second. already said we already said TS that name. I'm not gonna say it again. We said it like a million times. So just play the advertisement. Yeah. Fuck it. Somebody should pay for it. Right. 
Mm. Oh shit. Yeah. What? Huh? I just like to say, uh, Marissa <laughs> is my son Gibson's favorite guitar player. Nice. Every uh, year we make a list of songs. Gibson loves Marissa. Yeah. A few times that she was over recording. Oh, Guar did like this. Were, yeah. Was he like all, all excited? Three times. Crossed off the list. So the later a band Guar did West End. To choose from. West End girls. This is AV Undercover, season six. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> Today, screaming females. I love that dress. <laughs> we just try, we just do it. Just do it, Marissa.
That's really cool, but it, 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 reinf- uh, it gets me back in my brain thinking like dumb tail Swift just repeating a word four or five times making a chorus. Yeah. Oh my god, is that annoying? Yeah, but, but it's like her it's doing like, it was it's amazing. Like See, there used to be this '80s metal band called Rat, and they would write these like dumb like. like yeah, just around. it doesn't right. matter what lay you it down, say. Lay just, it down. Lay yeah. it down. Lay it down. Lay it down. Lay it down. I will, we're gonna say like these three words like seventeen times in a row, and that's the chorus. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. I, you know, Jay, I want to put on a song that you hate just because it's really repetitive. All right, and but you hate this fucking song. I'm sorry, I gotta go to here to do it. You compare screaming um, females to rat. I only know the no, song. No, I think Taylor Swift to rat. Yeah. Oh, oh, Taylor Swift. Although. I'm sorry. I would like to see Marissa in a guitar war duel with Warren Demartini. Oh, that can happen. I think that happen. would be. I think that would be pretty awesome. You can make that happen. Hmm. I'd probably still like bet Maggie? on. Mar- I'd probably still bet on Marissa though. Although, yeah, although Warren D. Martinez is pretty good. That might not be it. No, I could have. I can. <sighs> Screaming female. Oh, nice! Like, Lots of chemtrail stuff. Play some chemtrail. I love I, that band. I love chemtrail. Why? Wow, City Mouse. Oh, hey, City I know Mouse. that band. Let's go down to City Mouse. Well, I was, I was looking you, for... T- Chris used to tour with City Mouse. He was their drummer for five last, seconds. Last summer, yeah. Last tour. Yes. And I just saw them at the Mill Hill. They played with the Murder I Brothers. don't know any of those songs. Oh, yeah, Olympic and Gemini. I know those songs. Two songs out of all those are the ones that I know. Which one do you want to listen to? Gemini. Gemini. That's a good one. Cool. All oh, right, well, you know what? Olympic is short. Play that one. No. It's half the song. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. No, short right songs, here. man. I like short yeah, songs. Fucking do it. We'll do it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Wakeman, eat your heart out. I like short songs. All right, well, let's keep it short. <laughs> With uh, City Mouse, a song called Olympic Off. The first EP plus four bonus tracks. Is that what it's from? I have to read everything. Mm. But, uh, if it's on there, I have to read it. All right, I'll leave it. I got you looking for a flying back to take it away. Nobody rushing like you do. And I'm just 
That was Speed Queen. Oh, yeah. Four on the floor. Yes. Do you have a show coming up? Oh, yeah. Uh, Speed, Speed Queen. Queen. We're playing at the uh, Court Tavern December 4th with Felon and the Sins. Barbecue Bob. Barbecue Bob. I know there's an art show, too. Jupiter's doing it. Lauren. Lauren. Lauren Curtis. Uh, what else? There's other bands yeah, playing. I, I know. forget. I, know, I, know. I remember the Sins. I remember <laughs> Felon and Barbecue Bob. Well, Barbecue Bob's what's important. And, and, and of course, Speed Queen. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll be yeah. fun. It's going to be a good time. Like New Brunswick Old School Party. December nice. 4th. All the old oh. weird freaks Court will be Tavern. there. I want to go, but I'm going to be stuck in fucking dumb Pittsburgh. Wow, Jay. Mm. Pittsburgh. That Pittsburgh's sounds like that the bad. pits. Hmm? Pittsburgh's not that bad. No, yeah, maybe. I've never been there. I gotta go for work. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, he's gotta go there for work. You want to look out a band called Killers of Sheep with my boy Oyo. They're a good band. Nice. I'm gonna try to see if I can find any locals and shows to go to while I'm there. But I don't know. Before that was City Mouse with Olympic. Um. You did a little bit of drumming with City Mouse? Yeah, last tour? summer I uh, I went on tour with City Mouse. Ah. Complete, completed their power trio. That was a long a tour, bit. too, right? Yeah, we were out for like two months. It was two cool. Months. It was fun. Uh, Miski writes awesome songs. She's got a great voice. And then Nick, the bass player, who was also in Hunky Newcomers, who you were just talking right, about. Right, who I wanted to play. Yeah, we should definitely play They're them. They're really quick we played songs. some shows with them, and they're fucking funny as hell. Wicked awesome. It's it's like a, it seems like a party, right? and it and it comes through in the music too. It's, it's a not wicked like, party. It's not. Is how wicked is it? It's wicked. You know, it's funny because City Mouse. I think they're in either Providence or Boston tonight. They're playing. They're playing somewhere up there. I know. They're on tour with the Murder Burgers right now. The Murder Burgers. Yes. So they're, so they're up there. They're, they're up there playing some fucking wicked awesome show in Boston or something like that right now. Let me tell you, fucking Pally. Great uh, Klein, representing. Yeah. GK. GK presents. Is that where he went? That was well. That that was in, in, in Trenton. <laughs> I've never seen the song titles on that fucking newcomer. Oh, it's great. You know what? I'm just oh, gonna play. Can we, can we hear "Let's Having Sex"? Or are we gonna play? A, oh, they're all like We're a minute having, long, right? Here, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play in the background. I love smoking cigarettes. Steph loves smoking cigarettes. She's silent Steph. She will, she will talk to her cigarettes. Steph, you're so loud. So loud. I can't remember the last time I'm in such a smoke-filled room. Last time I played in Pennsylvania or something like that. Are you sure you guys aren't from, like, North Carolina? You did smoke. How many cigarettes do you have, I think, you smoke today? Right now. Right now? Since we've been like, probably had like 12 cigarettes. And I had one of them. You had one, and now I'm like six. I'm 43 years old. I think I should start smoking cigarettes tonight. Just for fun. Guys, guys, guys. (laughs) Guys, quiet, quiet. Oh, wait. I had three before you got here, so. No, it's alright. Because, it's alright, because. Because we're. Oh my god! This is I would love so... to see Chris smoke a cigarette right now. Come on, pure pressure. I'll dump. I'd vomit. There's no way I'm ever gonna do that. No one will ever. No one will ever see me smoke a cigarette. Oh, so we're murdering it right now. Yeah, yeah, just light it up, Steph. Yeah. <laughs> 
I would just like to let everybody at I gotta home say, know. I gotta say, Nick and all the GTG crew out in Michigan, I'm bummed out that I don't have a Hunky Newcomers uh, record in my hand, so I'm not. All of your, all of your New Jersey fans need them. You need to send a batch out here. Yeah, you should. You know what? You know what else you should do? What? We can talk to each other in just Hunky yeah. Newcomers songs. Hunky Newcomers with Give It Up, and before that was We're Having Sex, and before that was Let's Smoke Cigarettes, which we've been doing too much of. I'm sorry, Chris. You're the ill. <coughs> we got non <laughs> He really is dying, just like everybody else who's ever came into this room, slowly dying. Sorry, this song comes on, I get fucking dark. Um, so we pretty much touched base on a lot of things. Um... Are you, are you tindering? No, oh. I'm, I'm telling, no. I'm telling Nick from, <laughs> I'm telling Nick from uh, City Mouse and the Hunky Newcomers, like, dude, we're, <laughs> we're playing the Hunky Newcomers record on here. This is awesome blast. shit, man. <laughs> I'm playing your record right now, dude. <laughs> and it's not on Spotify. Yeah. Yo, how do we get? Number and tell them to call in. <laughs> they're well, just what like time Mike. is it? Well, no, with our luck, they're probably they're probably playing. They're probably playing they right now. Yeah. Well, City Mouse and Murder Burgers, I hope you're having a great show in Connecticut. We're either Connecticut or, or Brian's in Alston. Alston. Right across the street from where I used to live in Alston, Rock yeah. City, Massachusetts. I've been nowhere, I realize. Yeah. I just I hear people talking about it. I've really been where going. That's the only reason to be in a band, dude. The only, the only reason I've seen uh, travel. all of these shitty 48 continental states is because of, uh, except... Montana. I've not played in Montana. Right. I, uh, Someone book me at one of these goofy festivals that you're going to have in Montana, so I can come out there because that's the only state that I haven't played in, in the continental or the 48. You know, the easy, to, one, the would, easy ones. Yeah, it would have to be a festival. The good ones that like yeah. people were like, let's do it in Montana because there's nothing there but but like a mountain. Well, no, but see, because what I could do is I could go, I could fly to Denver and see all my buddies in Denver, and go to Fort Collins, and all my buddies, the Drag River, and all the, that crew, and then go to Wyoming. Like Casper is always rocking, and then up to Montana. Any any more names you want to drop? Can I go? Can I go? Casper. Did who I, else is it? I don't know anyone in Casper anymore. Who was from Casper? What band was from Casper? I don't know. Um, you got me. The friendly ghost. I haven't been fucking anywhere. Where's <laughs> <laughs> we got nothing but maps in this room. Jay, we've been everywhere. Man. I haven't been anywhere. <laughs> we've been everywhere in New Jersey. Elvis okay. is everywhere. I don't know if you guys knew that. Is he? Well, Mojo Nixon told me that. He he is fucking everywhere. I mean, you can't you can't. I mean, you got you he's got everywhere and everything. You got Indonesian Elvis. You know, you got like Hawaiian Elvis. Last summer I, I went to Hawaiian we went Elvis. to Graceland for the first time. Uh, Out of all the dumb like fifteen tours that I'd been on before then, last summer was the first time going to Graceland. It was wow, good. that was with City Mouse, right? Yeah. 
Have we we, had a chance we, did, to we saw all the West important. City? We we <laughs> saw all the important things in Memphis. We saw Graceland. We saw Alex Chilton's house, and then we went to the pumping station. What's the pumping station? Yeah, it was. Is that where it was? It was, the, it was the fine bar that some of our friends worked at. When oh, we it, was there. <clears throat> it was a bar. Cause it was a bar. Cause it's a wicked. It was a wicked bar. That's, they talk <laughs> no, like they that? didn't. They didn't talk. <laughs> I assure you, they did not talk like that in Memphis. <laughs> talk. Oh. Yeah, How like. they talk in Memphis, Chris? I can't do a southern accent. Come on. Do it. I will. Come on, do it. No, I, have, I have relatives in Tennessee. I'm not going to insult them by my shitty southern accent. So as someone that's been everywhere, I don't know, what keeps you here? Anything specific? Uh, I love New Brunswick. I think New Brunswick is awesome. That's I awesome. think that it's the perfect size for a city. Like Physically, the university has a constant influx of people. You know, and like we're saying, like... You know, that everything, there's ebb and flow, there's a new batch of folks every year, there's people leaving, like, it's always being mixed up. It's, 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 and all of the scenes that are separate, yet there's still some sort of connection, and especially where I came from in Boston, like, the punk scene and the rock scene and the hardcore scene, like, they would never intertwine, whereas New Brunswick, everything is small enough where... If you're a freaky local band, chances are you will play with the freaky metal band and the freaky punk rock band and the freaky goth band. Right, and a, and a ton of touring bands through all the time. It's it's a hub. Well, <clears throat> hub for touring not bands. En- not enough touring bands come through New Brunswick anymore. Hopefully, the Court Tavern will fix that. Yeah. But not for nothing. A lot of you touring get, bands come through on the basements. In the basements, they're yeah. there all the time. Yeah, kind of. They do. Yeah. Re- recently, it stopped for a little while. I saw like a lot. I saw like this big thing where all the all the local kids. Well, Luke were, Hendricks like, is making it happen. Well, those that fucking kids are the shit. Halloween. Yeah. He he he's awesome. He's yeah. really he goes above and beyond getting mm-hmm. like awesome bands to play. I I really love that kid. He's got a lot of mojo. I dig it. I'm I'm kind of into what he's about. Who's that? Luke from Teenage Halloween. He's this awesome kid you probably don't know. Where? Where is he booking shows? Everywhere. Not everywhere, because he's not booking them at the Court Tavern. Every, so. Everywhere where... I mean, he does a, mostly all ages things. Ooh. You know? And, <laughs> you know? Well, then he's not everywhere if he's only doing all ages shows. Well, which he means he's not talking to anyone at... I mean... It's got to it's got to expand those boundaries. Got to knock that wall down. He's one I mean, at at this point, like I can remember being you know, the kid that couldn't get into the bars and being anti-bars and all that stuff, but there comes a point where like you, you need to you need to have your Well, if, if you need want... to have a foot in each world. Like you can't Well, the... you can't deny that that world exists. Yeah, you gotta Just play. like the people that I know that go that only go to the bars can't gotta deny play. that the basement scene exists. Like gotta play Twister you know, sometimes. Yeah. Well, Luke did the Cheap Girls show that we went right to. Right hand red. Okay. At that sh- at that house That's that you cool. that we were at, like that he did that show. show. He the cops came. He talked them out of. The cops yeah. came, and Luke is so cute and sweet. They left and let us finish that the show. Pretty, that was pretty amazing. Who you, gets the cops you, to you guys, leave? You guys just gotta be quiet show. for a couple of minutes. And then the after cops ten p.m., it was after ten p.m. The cops came. Cheap girls stopped playing, and then Luke's like. Keep going, guys. I got it covered. Like that yeah, was, was pretty amazing. amazing. I've, I've never seen anyone with that that much diplomacy. Okay. Yeah, nice. he's a cute, right. he's a sweetheart. Okay. Stop talking about Luke. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously this dude's a fucking wonder kid, and and my life is worse for not having him in it. <laughs> you, need, you need to meet him. You really do. I'll introduce you sometime. 
fantastic. We'll all hang out. <laughs> ah, I love you guys. Um, here, let's play a couple tunes, and we'll come back, and we'll wrap it up. Cause it's getting kind of late, oh and God, you never is. and never leave them wanting less. Somebody told me once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't listen to that fucking jerk. And somebody who always, <laughs> that guy's a dick. Somebody who always leaves you wanting more yeah. is Gabriella uh -huh. with the song called Bedroom.
Oh 
There's always a new question to ask, a new lesson to learn A new road to go down, a new trick to twist your fate Oh, but what do you expect to get out of life if you expect nothing? Well, take hope away and give me knowing We'll strike up a match for the six hundred thousand, Mr. Strong on man. Strike up a song and lead the band. We'll march down the street, souls hand in hand. But where do you think you'll find me, Mr. Strong on man? Mountains of Tibet to the swamps of Louisiana, from the plains of Ghana to the Minnesota sky, there are those with open hearts just waiting to share the love behind their eyes. I'll strike up a match for the six hundred thousand, Mr. Strong on man. Strike up a song and lead the band. We'll march down the street, souls hand in hand. But where do you think you'll find me, Mr. Strong on man? Oh, we so different, cause we don't sing the same song And are we so different, cause we don't agree on what's right or wrong Are we the future to be feared, or bringers of love Cause when I look into your eyes, oh, I don't feel fear but compassion Oh, just think of it, oh dear, well, strike up a match For the six hundred thousand, Mr. Strong, oh man Strike up a song and lead the band We'll march down the street, souls hand in hand But where do you think you'll find me? Mr. Strong, oh man Strong, broken hearted And sing a song For those who've lost their way Now sing a song For the souls who have found peace And sing a song For those not with us today Oh shit. <laughs> Welcome back, Fly from the Dining Room. That was Dan <coughs> Amadeus with a song catch. called Mr. Strong Our Man. Uh, he's going to be playing, I think, next Friday? Yep. Let me, uh, let me verify that. Yeah, he's playing. Yep. He's playing at the Red House. Yeah. With Hidden Cabins. Yeah. Hidden Cabins. Yes. I like that, man. Uh, awesome. some, some of the best dudes ever. Craig, uh, they, they owe us a lot Craig, of money. Craig, guy. Actually. <laughs> Craig personally owes, live from the dining room, 
a ton of money. I should I should say before Daniel Amade, <laughs> uh, the world concave with 4:44 a.m. fronted by one Craig Serenelli. Yes, big fan of that of that guy. Um, but back to what I was saying earlier. Uh, Tide Bend, Hidden Cabins, Daniel Amade, and Connor Frost from D- of Dizzy Bats. Dizzy Bats. The Railhouse. Cool. It's a free show. Yeah, and I believe uh, Daniel Amade will be joining us in the dining room. Next uh, Monday, yes, sir. Yes, all the way from New Orleans. Nola, as they say sometimes. Y'all from New Orleans. Nola. Uh, he's cool. Uh, I've been talking to him, and, uh, you know, it's weird when you, you don't know somebody, and they're coming all the way to your friend's house dining room. Yeah. You'll close the door. It kind of looks like a studio with a bunch of maps. Yeah. It's pretty studio-looking in here. Not yeah. for nothing. Good. This table. This table does it. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. Either that or like poker. Solid. Yeah. Playing some poker. <laughs> yeah. Poker. No, no easily kickoverable microphone stands. You guys are great pros. No, Jay's got it pretty good. I mean, you can just take these whole. You can just take the microphone out if you want to. That's my soldering skills at work. Yeah. <laughs> this he's a sicko. Look, he implanted a implanted. He put <laughs> he put motherfucking he implanted outlets. something. Later on, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> he put outlets in the ceiling just to put in these funky lights. Are you filming this? No. Um, Always, every time. Yes. No, I just see the, the bathroom camera. too. The bathroom too. Oh no! How how Chuck Berry of you? We used. <laughs> just <gonna> say, <laughs> you can't ever make. That's a so rock and roll. In, can't, can't ever make a filming in the bathroom joke without it being Chuck Not Berry. Not anymore. Not I, anymore. So, someone new needs to come along and be a pioneer in the secretly filming people in the bathroom in a sexual predator kind of way. Joe Galupa. May, may I jump? In? <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with Chuck Berry's me. camera antics. Oh, oh, dude. oh, do a Google search of that. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> Google There's, that shit. Right Your now. mind will Wait, be blown. Wait, what's, what's going to come up? The videos of the bathroom? Well, see. No. Yes, there's that. And then he made lots of videos of him and, uh, you know. Chuck Berry bathroom. He liked the defecation. Yeah, he. Oh, oh and, stat and films. The, the, the pee pee and the poo poo. He was very into that stuff. <laughs> oh, R. Kelly. Lo- there's Love lots, of, there's lots of peeing on girls. Lots of, teens? like, slapping the ladies in the dick and then oh. peeing on them kinds of things. Oh, He's, wow. Okay. R. Kelly up in here. Um, what's, <laughs> what's, I want to piss on you. I want to Um. See, he had a uh, he had a into. restaurant, and then he he put cameras in the ladies' room, Ooh. filmed lots of people, ladies, oh, doing the deed, doing man. the yeah. ladies, yeah, people, <laughs> ladies <laughs> mostly. <laughs> what were the cameras only being in the ladies' room? Where, where did he put the cameras? Inside the toilets. Over obviously. the toilets. Over them. He liked he liked a bird's eye view of of women uh, pooping. Yeah, that's pretty okay, Chuck. All right, all right. We we won't be playing well, in your you, songs you've, anytime. You've heard the song "My Dingling." Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, oh. not for nothing. Who writes a song like that and doesn't have some sort yeah. of like strange sexual predilection? He makes everybody sing that song with him. He's like, y'all say ding, y'all say ling. Uh, I've I've heard many singalongs of that song, even not by him, and it still just makes me go, that's just. Actually, the last time that Gibson and I were in, uh, my son, we were in Point Pleasant, someone covering that was on, and it was like a big sing-along, playing over where the mini-golf is in Point Pleasant. Yep. And he was like, Dad, what are they saying? I'm like, nothing. Pay no attention to that song. (laughs) You're like, it's an... an, Are they playing with someone's dingling? Like, yeah, but like, contextually, it's not really the same. No, a dingling, it's like an Asian trinket. (laughs) Yes. It's an ornament. It's, it's, It's somewhat of a bell. Something it's, like it's, that is, is like what an, I thought when I was like seven. It's an it, ornate know. bell. Yes. 
Um, that one can play with. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Barry. Oh, Shocking uh, scat. Yes. Fetish. Uh, video allegations stung Barry's legacy. 22 years ago. Uh, he don't seem too upset about it. Didn't seem to hurt his career. Well, I mean, they're like, come on, you guys heard the song. Hey, right? hey, man, if, if, you know, Molly Crew's still touring. Hey. If, if Nikki Six could get away with raping someone in a closet, anybody If can. the Big Bopper was still alive, imagine what he'd be singing about. Come on. Think about it. Think about it. Come on. <laughs> come on. You're, you're 15, you're beautiful in your mind? Or was she 16? I don't know. What about that other song? If I could fly, lift you up, take you into the night. I don't know. Everything it's big. Only fifteen years old. Yeah, you know, big. No, nothing. Okay. Well, um, I can't. I, I'm I gonna say, I'm gonna say I, something I crazy, and I don't want to. I don't want to. Not fifteen. That's y'all that, sixteen. Y'all yeah, beautiful. She was only sixteen. Only sixteen. Oh, the Beatles. Little fifteen. Yeah. I, I mean, it's I, Depeche Mode song. Little fifteen. Yeah. But they were talking about a boy. I think that. What, what's the difference? What, they're, 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 you know, it's the same thing. <laughs> well, I, everyone, it's like a young age, you know. Like, oh, she was only 16. Yeah, everybody so loses their V usually at 15. 15 is the age. You're a sophomore in high school, everybody's trying to do it. That's the age. 15 Sophomores? is mo- sophomore in high school. Nah, it took me another year after that. Oh. I blew the curve. Shit. I'm sorry, how old were you when you lost your V? I was 18. Joe? I'm a virgin. Steph? Still a virgin? Still a virgin. Yeah. Chris? We're all virgins in here. Obviously. Obviously a virgin. <laughs> I've only ever had sex once. I he's, have one child. Come on, you were 16. A, he's wearing a kick and spit shirt. <laughs> he's a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we're getting. <laughs> We got fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Things took a strange turn. See, right. see I, I fucked up the flow by not playing tonight. This gave us way too much time to talk. <laughs> you should have played a song. <laughs> you really should it's, have. It's, <laughs> it's that black talk, booty but magic. You didn't want to. <laughs> I mean, we've had some, we've had some fa- epic fails by people in here, and it still sounded great. Well, see, uh, are yeah. you talking about me and Unchained Melody? Yeah, no. See, the, no, you played Unchained Melody twice. I know. So you, you played it. You played it again the second time. Fine. But like, I was almost done, and I started completely over. I did it again. I mean, I was like, that's why we. That's why we do it live. So crazy. I, I still hate that. Like I, I was. I think um, about that. Um, can we stop and start again? Uh, that's what I did. Uh, I was Mr. like, Mr. Pierce, we're almost live. done. Damn it! <laughs> like, Chris, are you are you gonna play one song for us before we never. get out of here? Please. I will never play solo. You could do it. No, it doesn't happen. There's the guitar right there. Uh, <laughs> like, we could do some acoustic Gigi Allen songs in here. Uh, Let's no, do that. No, I won't do that. Speaking I won't do that. Someone will get offended. Someone won't like it. Someone. Someone somewhere will think it. No, don't worry about it. We Chris lose Pierce, We Chris lose Pierce fans all the time. <laughs> we do. I'm, we lose I'm sure, fans. I'm sure I've already lost a few tonight. Ah, it's fine. Somewhere there's a Morning Glory fan who's in tears. Like, <laughs> that was my favorite band. <laughs> it was mean to my band. Morning Glory's on their way here. It was mean to me. Yeah. They're all in the van. Let's fucking get them. We'll Fuck the, that guy. We'll we, that are gonna, we know where you live. Yeah. Poor Rick. Well, no. Yeah, What's those, your address, James? Those little, those little four, <laughs> four foot this? seven neck tattoo having twerps. Yeah. We'll just give you the phone number. Oh damn, you're digging your own grave right now. Digging graves. Snappers. Oh, Morning glory. Yeah. 
She's well, got the dainty, you know, a dainty band of misses. What's this? <laughs> so, uh, is show playing anywhere anytime soon? We can come check you. Um, not right now. Okay. No, Groucho Marxist. We go in spurts, and right now is a dry spell. All so right. we've had so many very successful shows in this past year. We played on 420 this year at Mill Hill. Thank you, Greg. And it was arguably one of the worst sets that I've ever played. Debated about breaking up the band. My band talked me into not doing it. And then we played uh, in June uh, with Toys That Kill at Mill Hill again. Thank you, Greg. And... The set was okay, and I made a whole, like, hey, we didn't suck, we're not going to break up, everything is cool. <laughs> and then me and Mike Eard drove back to New Brunswick that night, and uh, a drunk driver blasted through a red light and totally destroyed my girlfriend's car and almost killed the two of us. Wow. So, so, so hey, that's... Hi, Kate, I know you're listening. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> so why... I'm really sorry about your car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a good start to our relationship, sorry to... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like so. Like, what you're saying? Like six is, weeks after dating, he's like, "Oh yeah, you could totally use my car to drive you and Mikey down to Trenton." Oh, what could possibly go wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, hey, worst case scenario, I have, I have a massive head wound and your car is in shatters. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't a good night. It wasn't your fault, man. It wasn't, your fault. It wasn't my fault. All you do is it was that I was positive. trying to leave. It was positive. It was because I was positive about my band's outlook that night. That fate stepped yeah. in and went like, "Oh yeah, really?" And like life gave me a little flick. Like, oh, feeling good, are you, Mr. Pierce? Check like this out. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take this. Yeah. Check this out. Amazing. The uh, best part about that whole tale, though. So, drunk driver blasted through a red light. And like nailed the front of the car. Me and Mikey like totally smashed up. You know, not not like severely injured, but like I had a gash in my head. Like it was kind of gnarly. Dude bounced off Katie's car and then hit two other parked cars. Mm-hmm. Blasted through. I jump out, made sure that everyone was okay, and then I said to the dude, "Oh, all right, well everyone's okay. Cool." The cops are on their way. And the guy looked at me and then jumped in his car and then tried to drive away. Wow. Though he had left the entire front end of his car. Embedded in a parked car, including okay. his license plate. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Talk about drunk, dri- drunk drivers. Apparently not smart. Well, I, logic I is. Yeah, that's a yeah, lot and, of face. And then at the end, so we both didn't get medical treatment, and you know, at the end, the cops are like, "Do you guys need anything?" I'm like, "No, I'm like literally a hundred yards from my house. Like I can see my house from where we are." So like, okay, so Mike and I pick up our guitars and we start walking. We had found one pair of glasses. And we're looking around for the other pair of glasses, oh. and the cop showing his mag light. Mikey and, needs those glasses. Yeah, to so the it, cop it's sho- not Mike Yerg without them glasses. Cop, cop shows in the middle of Livingston Ave. There's still a pair of black friend glasses. So we go oh. up and we pick them up, and I handed them to Mike because I assumed they were his. And then we look at each other, look down at our glasses, and have to hand them up. Like, oh no, <laughs> I got yours. <laughs> and then we walk off down the street, leaving poor Kate's car. In the and it's like like smoking in the middle of the street, yeah. and there's like in, five cars that are just destroyed in fucking sepia tone. Yeah. It's Butch Cassidy, yeah. and, and, and like Mike kid. and I are like walking away, and you hear like the, you know the, the, the Incredible Hulk sad theme coming out of the <laughs> joke. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was bad. It was bad. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we're doing the uh, that split single is to commemorate me and Mikey's near death experience. It's gonna. Uh, Near yes. death. Yes, we're always near death. Yeah. I've had one of like an, an extra, and if I had been driving like a tiny bit, ooh, oh. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> poor form on the engineer. Uh, 
If I had been driving just a little bit faster, man, I would have been T-boned and Mikey would have been covered in Pierce brains. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. The yeah. worst, the the best type of brains to be covered with. Mike might have liked it. Who knows? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Mikey. <laughs> he's out. Of, he's somewhere out on the west coast with the Warriors right now. Well, as they're shredding up the west coast, just shredding it. They are. Well, <laughs> and they are actually. Chris, I hope you continue to shred it over at uh, Volume Four, doing sound, playing music. You're. Uh, you're 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 a walking talking. You're a disaster. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like the, I'm like the fucking Colonel McBrag of New Brunswick. <laughs> no. That, oh yeah. That reminds me of another story. Back in 1993. Oh, I 94. Yeah. When did you come to New Brunswick? 93 or 94? I first came to New Brunswick in 93 and moved here in 96. When did when did here, when did I meet you in hand, at Handy Street in 94? 93 was the first. No, 93 With was a court. With all spies at Handy Street. That was like... At Chris Ross's a- house. April of 94. That was a time when... I tried Horace to interview your band and, and, and you Horace, were total dicks. Yeah, and Horace So Pink, I interviewed August Spies instead. And Horace Pinker pulled yeah. down my pants at the show. Was that yeah, the show? Yeah, and, and August Spies puked in a bag and like we're throwing the bag around. Well, of course. And, yeah. Yeah, I was, was enjoying cool. first oh, yeah. rate at the time. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This, kid, like, this one kid in first grade Aww. puked in a bag because 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 he had a granola bar too early in the morning. Well, he was his doing mom, a set. His dad packed it because mom wouldn't let him have sweets. He threw up in a bag. That was, was two point five. And then I went to I went to kickball, but like the bag was like empty, but it wasn't. There was like this one ball in there that barely had any air in it. I guess nobody noticed. So I got a ball to play with that day, and. A. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Boston to Jersey. It was a wicked awesome time. It was wicked awesome. It's me from third grade. Remember me? <laughs> <laughs> Remember me, Eddie? I killed your brother. Sorry. <clears throat> I'm going crazy. Um, it we're, happens. We're coming up on three hours. Damn. Yeah. We go sorry, to, I'm sorry about that. No, I love it. It's yeah. just if we go See, over... I was I was worried like playing. I was like, oh, I can't play. It'd be a bomb. I can talk for like a half an hour though. I'm an ass. Dude, we, like, we talk yeah, for right. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you guys about the blah 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 blah. We talk more, but I think I think the gods of good taste um, have hexed us because if we go over like three hours, sometimes we lose one of the recordings. Like it, it's just like nah, no. no more. It's like no more. Like the task cam's just like mm, yeah, I don't think oh. so, dude. Oh well, perfect. Well, let's phase this out. Hey, come do a record with me at Volume 4 in New Brunswick. Yeah, man. Um, hit him up. Hit him up. Uh, find him. You can find him here at Live from the Dining Room. Um, I'm can, findable. You can stalk kinda. him. You can Google him, stalk him. Go to the Court um, Tavern. I'm there all the fucking time. Volume 4 on <laughs> Jersey Ave. Look I'm for doing. that asshole in the corner with the Venom shirt. And <laughs> uh, uh, If you hear anything about the Groucho Marxists, please go check him out. Doc check Hopper. out Speed Queen, too. Doc Hopper, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of. Um, Tommy Gunn brought in some Doc when he came by. He was actually... Very few people come and bring their own stuff like we tell people to, but like usually they're just like, eh. But Tommy brought a bunch of stuff, and he, and he brought some Doc. Yes, Tommy, and, um, Tommy is an old-school Doc Hopper fan from the, from the old days. He's a good dude. Yes. Good cat. Respect your motherfucking elders. That dickhead punk rock guy in the corner. Go talk to him. <laughs> rip, rip his mind a little bit. <laughs> 
the, the hard times article. There's gonna the there's strange old guy in the corner, reportedly local legend. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh dude, <laughs> I love that shit. No, but there's so much truth to it, and it's and it's it's kind of like I can't wait for there to be fucking punk rock grandpas. Like I saw I saw an old old man with a mohawk, but I didn't get to talk to him. But I don't know if he was a guy, you know. But like, he I mean, he might have lost a bet. Yeah, like he, those people with like the asymmetrical haircuts. Usually, I just assume they lose bets with that. Oh, oh, the the, under, <laughs> the undercut with the like the reviver haircut. Like it looks like, like, like oh, just like or is that like a jackass fight? Like someone just came up to you, like <laughs> probably that. Maybe maybe they're maybe they're more punk rock than we know. Oh, did you mean to do that? Oh, you did. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> The best part of growing. The best part of growing up. There's no there's no better way to greet one of your friends by going, "Ah, oh, dude, did you do that on purpose?" Just they love that. Scar them for the rest yeah. of their life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. Oh, good. Oh, cool. It's great. Yeah. Doesn't that just look awesome? Hey, well, your friends don't. Because I'm such a fucking pillar of fashion as well. Your friends pick you. Yeah. You don't pick them, and <coughs> apparently they pick their own haircuts. Well, you, but, can, uh, you can pick your friends and you can pick your nose, something, something. Can't pick your friend's <laughs> nose, which I, I, I disagree with that. You can. I yeah. can. And I do. Can, I can. and you will. I um, thought you were going to go. P- <laughs> I thought you were going to pick Joe's nose. Oh, Joe's not my friend. <laughs> so Shannon, what about you? You got any shows coming up? We got like we got like nine minutes before. We yeah, go. I hope you die is playing Sunday in Brooklyn. So really? just I don't know. I um, wait, what where's Brooklyn at? In Brooklyn, <laughs> it's somewhere in Brooklyn. Is that a club or something? I don't know. You just had to go there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, we're playing in Brooklyn. We're playing in the city. Where? The city. Somewhere on the coast. Some place. It's like the lower north side. <laughs> <laughs> you think the lower north side? <laughs> Make up all kinds of incorrect, incorrect geographical <laughs> neighborhoods in New York and reference them constantly to New Yorkers to anger them. Get your own TV show. <laughs> New York's fucking ridiculous. <coughs> I like it. I like it when I'm there, but once I'm there, I love New York. It's the greatest city on earth. You don't like besides Montreal. Montreal. Montreal, awesome. Yeah. Of course, the greatest bands of all time ever. Right. Course. The Doughboys, Voivod, and the Nils. The Nils. Yes. And Nils. And Sarah from Tegan and Sarah. Mm-hmm. Joking. <laughs> You're not joking. I'm not joking. <laughs> That's a whole other topic. Those broads were awesome, and then they destroyed themselves with Korgs. Yeah. <clears throat> Remember when they used to play guitars? Korgs. Korgs. Oh, keyboard Korgs? Yeah, like once upon a time, they played guitar and harmonized with each other and like sang and made songs. I know so many people that love them. So the early like stuff was guitar based, and then they went like keyboardy. Yeah, they yeah. were they were like See? they were like the they were the lesbian twin sisters of, of Neil Youngs of Canada. Well, Neil Youngs from Canada, but like they were pretty much like these really great songwriters from the time they were children. They were all always a little obscure, like with like their you know their. Content. I think I've only heard the keyboardy stuff, and people, but but I feel like people have referenced the earlier more rad stuff, yeah. and then I've heard stuff, and it was like. Their voices this kind of sounds. Take a this kind of sounds like like 
weird keyboard and people that can't sing. And yeah, so, but so, you know so I think I would probably appreciate the guitar-based side of that. They couldn't sing, but they couldn't sing together because they both have the same well, exact I voice, mean, but I slightly mean, different. I'm, I love punk rock. <laughs> I'm used to singers that can't sing. I can't sing. I'm yeah. the worst singer ever. So it's like, yeah, you, you don't need to be a good singer. It's it acquired, needs to, though. It needs to mean. work with the song, mm-hmm. and like a couple of things that I had heard from them were like definitely like weird keyboardy things and irritating vocals. You probably heard oh right God, when they were tran- when they were transitioning. I mean, they had a bunch of albums. They they had a bunch of albums. Yeah, Me and Jay saw them at a high school. We saw them. <laughs> yeah. Like we 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 just check them out. Like yeah, I'm sorry, we did. Dig the Tara. I got yeah. I cut. I got their shirts. I cut the sleeves off. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, half- I think I know a couple of people that are total freaks about them too. Right, well, they should be. Mm-hmm. We used to play this game where we were trying to figure out if they were seen kids or lesbian girls. Like at the show, we'd go there because it was a while ago. We'd be like, "That's a that's a very PC game to play right now, too." Extremely. Yeah. Oh, we you, follow, should, we you should play PC that very games. loudly at <laughs> most <laughs> shows to, to make scene every, boy. Yeah, that's horrible. I'm gonna get murdered. Uh, yeah. get murdered. Gonna, someone's gonna write an essay about you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's worse. What Bro- I said or what you said. Bro- Bro- right. Brooklyn Vegan is gonna post something about you. <laughs> Yeah, good, good. Um, speaking of uh, having shirts and cutting the sleeves <laughs> I'd off, I have to go in a mass killing to have a Brooklyn vegan ever write about my behalf. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, dude. Uh, quote of the Chris quote Pierce of the week. killed twelve people. Oh yeah, and he was in some band that now we're going to talk about. <laughs> All the signs are right there. Look, yeah, to I know. Listen, listen to his fucking shit. <laughs> my ding a ling, my yeah. Oh fuck. All right, well, Chris has been fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, <that's> been <laughs> no, seriously. Um, once, once upon a time in the future, we're gonna get a um, a full, a full space where we can get uh, some full bands and do some know, really loud. Maybe shit. I'll stop being a wuss and try to actually play for you sometime. Please. I you know what? This might be the it. forum that I might jump off the cliff into playing. We'd love without, it without a loud band. You can come me. over here. We won't even record it. We'll, we'll just put you live. We'll just put you on live. We won't record it. <laughs> oh, great. That doesn't make me any, any more nervous at all. For like three... <laughs> we'll do it for a couple days so like ten people are here. It'll be cool. They'll all be from like South I mean, America. More, pe- more people than bought my record, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you gotta put... So you have sad. to fill your trunk with them. Yeah, and exactly. just drive around into Nobody parking lot. That's pretty much, it is a rap album. pretty much what I do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I like your band. <laughs> What's the name of that song? Please Help Me God. <laughs> yeah. Right. What was the other one? Adam and Eve. Don't eat that uh, don't fruit. Don't eat right? that fruit. Don't yeah. eat that fruit. Oh, oh God, something. Yeah, please help me, God. And, and then, then Adam and Eve. Don't, eat, yeah, that don't eat that fruit. Followed by oh, Adam man. and Eve. <laughs> well, so true. It's so true. Coming from Mikey Yerg and Chris Beard. Yeah. That's the moral of the story. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can listen to this episode <laughs> and all of our past episodes at uh, diningroomradio.net. You can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, iOS podcast at Podbean, and elsewhere. Man, that's right. And, uh, shh, fuck. fuck. Get your ass up and go out to a show and spend the $10 as that, much you would as have yes, spent on a, that you would have spent on a couple oversized PBRs, which are just poison, which I'm drinking right now. Dude, it's but, either um, that or you're just sitting PBR. home and fucking talking about what happened on The yeah, Walking yeah. Dead three seasons ago. Yeah, that's quit, so fucking dull. Quit, just, quit jerking just off go and outside. talking about Walking Dead. Go outside. Do it. Or shall leave. No one ever talks sure, about those TV sure. shows they watched like ten years from now. Except for Seinfeld, of course. <laughs> All right. Twin Peaks. <laughs> oh God, let's talk about Twin Peaks. We, we can't. 
<laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I, the only real TV show that I can remember watching, I can remember the 90210 finale, oh, yeah. and the, the, a few people that I knew like came over to my house, like, and we we got shit faced, and like people like dressed up, like this stuff was cra- kind of crazy. All right, well, I guess we weird. have, I guess we have some more. I, was time. Like, I hate the show, and yet I love the show. <laughs> I'm sorry, let's talk about 90210. Yeah, <laughs> Peach Pit. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I just introduced Gibson to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, you would. So he's loving Buffy the Vampire Slayer right would, now. You would. You know what? You'd be like, years I later, wanna, a show called where, Angel came where the, out. Where the fuck is that high school oh, where high school girls wear that many leather trousers? Uh, I don't know. You tell me. You've been everywhere. Seattle, 1991. <laughs> Definitely no high school that I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. There's no Cordelia walking around at any high school that I can think of. No. Well, that's because lots that's, of second-rate That's because people, no aren't, people aren't people well, aren't twenty-seven yeah. in high school. Yes, true. <laughs> or, or former LA Lakers cheerleaders and stuff. So. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, fuck. Alrighty. All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna light one up. I'm gonna light up a cigarette for the hunky newcomers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, these these. Hey, that was my name in high school. <laughs> <laughs> these uh these son of a guns. Um, are not playing on March 19th, but it's the name of their song. Uh, thanks, guys. I'm Joe Galupo. Jason Wallace. We got... Steph. We got Chris Pierce in the Woo-hoo! house. We got Shannon Perez. What's up? And, uh, yeah. Fuck you guys. This is Banquets with March 19th.
Cause you know 